Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) Where uh, (laughs) I'm in pain. Where every week we take body blow to body blow to body blow for you and for your entertainment. And every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Mark Bagley, Brian Michael Bendis, Trevor Harrison, and Mark Brooks's... The Scorpion. The Scorpion. The Scorpion. No, 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 no. The Spider-Woman. No, 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 no. Kane. No, 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 no. The Arachnid Man. No, no, no. Superman Spider. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking Ultimate Spider-Man, folks. Volume 17, entitled The Clone Saga. This is going to be a trip. I'm just going to let you know this right now. This is probably going to be... It might be our longest episode because it might wind up having to be our longest. This episode. was one of our yeah. longest reads. This was it, nine. Say, it's the longest volume. Yeah. Longest volume so far. Cause this and, is 100 is like 50 pages. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot to get into. Um, gentlemen, this was a trip. I am joined of course, by the only two men who I would trust to clone me three to four times and trust that only one of them goes crazy. Maybe two. Who knows? First off, the friendly neighborhood Jacob Brown. Face front, true believers. And the spectacular Malcolm Russell Nelson. The power was inside me all along. It wasn't the arms. It was me. Wait. <laughs> the arms? Oh, God. The arms? The, the middle mechanical arms? arms? <laughs> <laughs> There's a line in here where he says something about like the metal arms. And I heard it. I immediately I heard, heard it. I was like, the metal arms. <laughs> I heard it in my head. Um, this volume, I have a theory before we get into this. I have this theory after reading this volume. I have a theory that Brian Michael Bendis is a time traveler. Reason why I get into this Brian Michael Bendis has been putting out some of my least favorite. DC Comics of the last few years. I have been fairly vocal about this on my podcast, and since I know that Mr. Bendis is a dedicated listener of this podcast, I know that he's heard the things that I feel about some of his recent work. Other works, Batman Universe, notwithstanding. It's incredible. I have a theory that Brian Michael Bendis, after hearing me be so critical about his stuff, decided to use his one time travel card to go back in time and write this volume specifically as a middle finger to me. I am convinced that he decided on the penultimate chapter to our tenure on Ultimate Spider-Man. Next volume is the last, as Malcolm has said, of the initial Bendis Bagley run. Let's just dunk on Eric for an entire volume, nine (laughs) issues. Let's just do things that will make him visibly and physically upset. So that's my theory after reading this volume. Nice. Jacob, Malcolm, how did you feel about this volume before we get into it? Jacob, you should go first. Uh, I will, uh, in a nutshell, 
uh, I have read the original Clone Saga, all, what is it, 150 to 200 pages of nonsense, and there is barely anything of a storyline inside of all that. And also... Did we lose him? You, you do. Sorry, okay. hold on. Uh, I'm being interrupted. Also, yeah, uh, uh, I love this thing. I love this book. This book fucks. This Hell yes. <laughs> this oh my God. <laughs> this yes. Yes. Oh. Jacob already said it. This book openly fucks. <laughs> this book is the hottest. This Hot dude at a resort like Malcolm's in Hawaii. So right right now. Oh my god. It's oh my god. It was just like you know the that video of those guys dry humping the, the cushion and then just like that like mm-hmm. another person they they like smooth they do that no. smooth what no no, no. no. No, that move to the, like, uh, oh God, I can, who, whoever, who what describes like videos? What are you talking videos? about? Anyway, the, anyway, it is so sexy. This, <laughs> this volume, is, the point, this the is the a sexy is, volume. It's, it's so sexy good. volume. No. It's so good. No. It's so good. And then, and then it has the worst finish. I'm going to say this. It will, <sighs> the, the end of this, I did not really like. <laughs> like, I really hated the end of it so much, but god damn did this journey was like a good like fear and loathing in las vegas baby <laughs> this is this is one of the craziest volumes of a, i i think it might actually be the most balls to the wall like crazy volume of a comic i've ever read there's a yeah. lot yeah this is I, absolutely this is, insane this is up there with some of the most ridiculous next wave shit that i have ever read except there's yeah. like an actual through line for what this is supposed to be yeah um, i if i had to sum this up in two words it's emotional damage <laughs> crazy town banana pants crazy town <laughs> banana pants shabba labba wallaba do it's so crazy. i oh man let's get let's get into this let's get into this let's go chapter Please. 97 we are in for a fucking ride here starts off with a little uh, conversation between Peter and his then girlfriend Kitty Pride, and Kitty seems a little mad. Kitty is a little upset that Pete is hanging out with MJ again, which I get it. I I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, listen, this is shit, Peter Parker. This is yeah. yeah this is not a great. This this is not a good look for Peter Parker. This not is a good look him. for Peter. This is this is him, and I mean, it's a very teenage thing. Yes. I think we've all, in some 100%. way, been in this situation—not this exact situation, but in a situation where you are emotionally attached to something else, and you don't know how to detach from that thing. You're always going to be attached to that thing, right? Can't really admit it. Like I, I think we all kind of have that feeling about something. It's a very realistic human thing, but. It yeah. is. It's like me and Beyblade. I just can't let it go. <laughs> it's just ruining the goddamn let rip. Beyblades. And you know what? It's gonna let it And it's it's ruining our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you can at least just tell me that you don't love the Beyblades. Like all you have to do is just say it. <laughs> I yeah, you know, I just all you have to do is just say it. 
what do you want me to do? Move? Move away from me? What do you want me to do? Move? What do you What do you want from me? Um, you don't see how this oh kills God. me inside. My favorite part is what do you want? Is after he's like, "What do you want me to do? Move?" Aunt May is like, "Hi, honey, I'm home." She's like, "Is that her?" It's like, like it's Aunt, Aunt, Aunt May. May. Aunt My May. God. <laughs> it's it. It's a tough conversation. It, it is very high school, but it's also kind of a tough conversation because Kitty can't be there. She's still grounded. All of the X-Men are still grounded from the yeah. events of Krakoa. And Peter is not a good communicator. He just isn't. No, he's not. Across every multiverse, the one constant is that Peter Parker does not know how to communicate. Yep. And it's it's sad because in this situation like what is kitty supposed to think she she brings us right. she brings up an excellent point she's like yeah you didn't break up with her because you hate her you broke up with her because you thought you had to keep her from getting hurt yeah and on the basis of that of course it would be a little distressing when they start hanging out again and they start spending time together again it's it's a tough situation for everybody and yeah, yeah. And I love how he, he's talking to Aunt May. He's like, hi. She says, who are you talking to? He's like the sheriff of Crazy Town. And she's like, oh, you and MJ got back together. I love that so, <laughs> so much. Shady Aunt May. <laughs> so. And it's like, no, there's a new sheriff in town. He's like, congratulations. Go wash up. I got hoagies. <laughs> that is one of my dreams. Whenever I decide to visit New York, I want to get a, a slice of pizza and I want to get a hoagie. I mean, those, those are my two food goals. Listeners, you're never going to hear me endorse New Jersey for anything. So uh, just know uh, if you want a pretty good hoagie, man, I mean, what? you got to go to like closer to the Jersey side of things. What? You know, I guess okay. like Philly would be the best way, but yeah, you heard it here first. That's so, some that's some fighting words right there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> just just throw it out. Listen, go to New York for the pizza and the dogs and the pretzels and everything else. If you want a hoagie, I guess yeah, go to like Jersey or something. <laughs> if you want to leave smelling like fish for all day, go to Jersey. You know. Speaking of smelling like fish all day, we come to Midtown High School in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> Peter and MJ are just having a time. They're hanging out. It's still a little weird. Um, the arm grab. The arm grab. The arm grab. The arm grab. The MJ arm grab. Yeah. Also, MJ got a haircut at some point, and it's a good look. It's, it's a, a good, good look. Cut. Yeah. Good look. Short it's haired MJ. Cut. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It's a good cut. She feels different, just like as a person when she has shorter hair. Like I, she does. I don't know. It's it's a different characterization for her. She seems lighter. It, it's a yeah. it's a short Rachel Green cut, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And Who from Friends, Malcolm? Oh, from okay. Nobody gets that, but but Eric and I. I <laughs> will not suffer in silence on how good Friends anyway. Um, <laughs> we, we go back to the mall. Barking up the wrong tree, though. <laughs> we go back to the mall. Uh, Pete and MJ are hanging out when they are encountered by the only man who has more personalities than Mark Spector. It's Mark Raxton. It's the Molten Man. It's Mark Raxton, and this is Mark Raxton from issue seventy-eight. 
Yeah. Which, Not the one from a couple volumes ago. It's supposed to be. <laughs> it's weird. According, it's, according to Bendis, it's supposed to be. But then it's really the one from issue 78, who is nice and introspective. <laughs> Guys, listen. We've all been in a band. At one point, we all knew we were going to hit it big. And we all decided to blow all that money on a certain amount of a little bit of blow. And we got a little crazy and thought... <laughs> You know, we were the Spider-Man and went up, roll into a whole cascade of cops and just screaming out, going, shibbity sham, whamma lamma do, uh, I'm the Spider-Man. And yeah. Jacob, that's an there. oddly specific poll. That was are you, really Are you specific. speaking from personal experience? I'm Is this about your time in U2? I, I knew a guy. Back I when it was us two. Yeah. <laughs> It was just him and Bono, man. <laughs> him and Bono. And then the edge came and screwed all up. And I was the same thing oh, no. the edge came in. Listen. Hot off his career of doing the intro for listen, the Listen, I had the perfect idea for the best Spider-Man musical. And that's, never, that's what happened. It broke them apart. I should have never went to that party. I just never should have never went to that party. How? I blacked out. Okay, I was talking about this with Quinn the other day. How is there not like documentaries and like movies about the Spider-Man musical. Oh, if there you is. Go, if you go it's, on YouTube, there's yeah. a really good one. I can't remember who it's by. Really? It's called, the it's name called, of the... Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, I believe it's called uh, Waiting in the Wings. Uh, yeah, that might be it. The, yeah, this guy does like documentaries about Broadway. Wonderful. Yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. And, that's the one. And he definitely goes into detail about that. Really well done. It's wonderful. Really well done. I, I just... I, like, I don't know how there isn't like a... Like, like the artist for uh, uh, The Room. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Like, how is there not that. like, yeah, how is oh, there you, not a movie like you that? You give it another about 15 Spider years. Spider Man turn off the dark. You give it another 15 years. One of the most interesting things that's ever happened to pop culture is the Seriously. rise and fall of that musical. Is well, I'm talking about batshit insane Spider Man stories. <laughs> that is truly <laughs> clone saga worthy insane. Yeah. insane like, yes. like, that should be in this volume, actually. That should actually be making fun of in this volume <laughs> like that's that that's the thing that would make sense for this actually yeah. I, I will say this there is a bit of me that wish bendis actually turned up all the way to 11 on these volumes and what do you of, mean like, turned up to oh, 11 he absolutely okay. turned it up to 11 in this oh, volume no. oh we're but this isn't even close to what i thought was going to happen in this book get the <laughs> fuck out of here I thought, <laughs> first off for real like he was real. expecting the aristocrats over here. Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> he said this is going to be crazy. Like, Ugh. holy shit. So they are hanging out. <laughs> and MJ are hanging out in the uh, in the mall talking. And I don't know about you guys, but this volume feels like a character assassination for Ultimate Kitty Pride, um, especially when it comes to her perception with peter like i get it couples fight but like he seems to completely turn 180 on their whole relationship between last volume and this one yes i i yeah. think there is a reason for that i i think that speaks larger to so kitty at the beginning of this points out that you know you didn't break up with mj because you didn't care about her you broke up with her because you care about her yeah and I think that sort of unlocks something in Peter. And you kind of see it just in his behavior in general. Uh, that kind of unlocks something in Peter of, right, that is why I did this. I care about her the most. 
I don't care. Like, and unfortunately, Kitty was the fluffer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kitty was the rebound. Yeah, Kitty was unfortunately the rebound. Yeah, he didn't realize that in the moment. And this volume is chaining your brain to think like, right? Kitty was unfortunately the rebound. That is the thing. Now, I'm going to I'm going to slightly spoil something for you. Kitty Pride holds a very important uh, role in the rest of this series. Okay. I'm interested. We have That's we have cool. not seen the end of Kate Pride. Good. Okay. Whatsoever. Like she is in the Kitty. rest of this series. I okay, like cool. Ultimate Kitty. I like yeah. her a lot. And I I'm glad that we're not gonna this isn't the last we see ever. This, because this th- yeah. feels like this feels like it's her being written off halfway through a season. Yeah. yeah. And the point is, is that that's kind of how Peter is treating it in his head. Yeah. And problems do not go away. And that's right. that's the ultimate lesson here is that he, he doesn't get away with things. That's kind of the whole point of this entire, honestly, the entire series. It's more about the power yeah. and responsibility. It's just that this is about regular level responsibility of, hey, I have a responsibility to this person that I have been dating, that I have been emotionally playing with, whether I realized it or not. This is just a part of that story. So this is just a chapter of that story. Don't think that it's done. It is not. I'll take your word for it. So very well eloquated. Them, by very, way. very well said. Yeah. Uh, there's, and there's I've had years to think about this because the first time I read this, yeah. when I first read it, it drove me crazy. That was the one thing I didn't like about this story. I was like, ah, it feels like she's being swept under the rug. Do you want to hear my counterpoint? next story immediately makes me feel better. <laughs> uh, my counterpoint to this was like, oh, just puberty and hom- hormone, har- hormones, you know, just, just I mean, much hormones. Kind of, yeah. I get it. Uh, like, he also, to Malcolm's point, you know, Peter does say, you know, uh, when he's talking to MJ that, you know, oh, she's grounded and MJ says she doesn't trust you. And he says, honestly, she doesn't even know me. And mm-hmm. it's true. There is a certain amount of truth to that. We got it so swept up in them being likable that we don't know. Like, they don't know each other. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. It's true. But yeah. I do think in that moment, he's shutting the door on allowing them to know each other. Absolutely. Yes. Because he's too yes. emotionally invested in MJ. Yes, but absolutely. We're not that able to process that. Because what looks like a newsstand gets chucked into the mall, and as Spidey suits up into his Spider-Man costume, saves a little boy wearing a Mookster shirt. I don't know what Mookster is. Mookster. Mookster energy. Mookster. Monster energy. Yeah, send a monster. It's Mookster. But why is a kid wearing it? I don't think a kid should be drinking monsters. They have tons of merchandise. (laughs) You know? So... And who is the who is the mascot for this? Shazam? Yeah, <laughs> sure. The Sentry. That's, that's some shit Shazam would pull. Yeah, the Sentry. So, <laughs> Years before the Sentry appeared, and in, in Ultimate Sentry. Dude, can that you was... imagine an no, this Ultimate is a... Sentry? <sighs> Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. We're gonna get to it. Sort of. <laughs> we'll so, get to a point about that years ago i wanted to be a comic book writer and i wanted to write in the ultimate universe because it was way more interesting and i had a pitch about the ultimate century oh okay. shit all right because we'll, we'll i talk love about the century oh my god century, Malcolm, century we rules. need to talk more century oh, 
Oh, I love the century. I think the century is amazing. The century is fantastic. <laughs> yes. It's exactly what Superman should be in that universe. Oh my god. I yeah, century's great. Hyperion's better. But mm. so Spider-Man. It depends on your take. Up. Correct. And Spider-Man rolls in to see who is chucking newspaper stands. Oh my god, Spider-Man is trashing the mall. He's gone crazy. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> Just incredible. Just, oh my god, Spider-Man's trashing the mall. <laughs> Just love <laughs> And he's not, he's not totally wrong. No, he's not he's totally not wrong. Totally wrong. Yeah. Because when Spidey goes to find out who is chucking newspaper stands, it's the Scorpion. Okay, let's talk about the design here. The design is awesome. This is so cool. This design fucks. This design openly It's really, really cool. The three fingers. I love almost like the hunchback look of him. It makes him look more animalistic. Yeah, he looks like an animal. And and he's in a very territorial pose. Like, it's, it's a great Page. And his mind is scattered. Like he's shouting out. He's like, I'm not falling for it. Uh, I know all your tricks. I'm so Guys. much smarter than you. It's not even funny. I'm the Scorpion. Yeah. I'm better. I know but, that. But you, so I love you get the page introducing him. And then the next page, you see the height difference there. Yes. He's a little guy. He's a little guy. <laughs> he's a little guy. And that's might, yeah. Honestly, I think he might be the same height as Peter, but do you might be just like the, he, it being bonded to him? He's forced yeah. to hunch. Yeah, he just looks so small. This yeah. this also reminds me a I'm lot the like scorpion. the scorpion. Uh, yeah, this reminds me a lot of the scorpion moment in the Spider-Man game. Uh, uh, the, yes, the first yes. Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire game where mm-hmm. you meet Sp- where you meet Scorpion. It reminds me so much of this. I just yeah. love this. Moment. I feel that. And he is just babbling, babbling bullshit. He's like, I know yeah. I was here. And Spider's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Cops show up, immediately open fire. New York's finest. Mm-hmm. And Scorpion <laughs> retaliates, hits him with some splooge. Um, Ooh, yeah. Scorpion and, splooge. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Spidey tries to disarm him. Scorpion battles him back. The two are going back and forth. Spidey at one point just webs him and then just full on just swings him into a pillar. Yeah. Really it's satisfying. Sick. Spack, yeah, really satisfying spack on the yeah on the pillar there. Yeah, um, Scorpion continues to battle against Spidey and the cops. Spider-Man gets knocked into a store at one point, selling some Captain America merch. Uh-huh. Um, it's officially yeah. licensed or not? Who knows? And as the two of them continue to battle, Spidey knocks his mask off, revealing Peter Parker underneath the suit. So, and I love, I love his, um, the Scorpion's ramblings in this as well. He's like, who are you, Masked Mystery Man? Unveil yourself to the crowd. He said that. That's what he said. And then he repeats it. It's like, he said that. Like, he said that. Oh, this was, as, as we mentioned last week, this was unfortunately spoiled for me in the solicit, which is a super bummer, but it still hits just as hard. Oh, it's great. It's a great reveal. Yeah. It's that classic, like, what the hell is happening? And that is all this volume is, is just yep. 10 of those yeah. stacked on top of each other. Every issue has a, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and it <laughs> continues into the last scene of this volume or this issue because MJ gets home. Her mom is 
terrified because after everything that's happened to your daughter, why wouldn't you be? Yep. And as MJ gets up to her room, starts doodling in her diary, someone shows up, grabs her, and she is gone. <sighs> we we didn't talk about it, but there's a really, really nice moment when the fight starts out that Peter says, I gotta go. Like, and and they agree that she's going to leave. And she yes. does leave. And that's an interesting character progression. It is, for sure. That's a that's a nice and that also yeah. kind of sells sells the maturity of the character and sells the maturity of that relationship as well. I just wish we had gotten the development on the page. I guess I I agree. Because this is a sharp left turn from what she's done before. Yes. Which is, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to get the story and the characters along, but I would have liked some kind of yeah. progression. On I it. yeah, I think she just is. Yeah, I guess she's just there now. You know, but good for her. Good for her. She went home. Yeah. She did the right thing, and she still got captured. So <laughs> right, <laughs> chapter ninety-eight, which has it's like D and D, man. You know, it's just yep. those are the it's odds. Just how the dice falls. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Damn chapter ninety-eight. <laughs> I had no clue what was happening on here. This this cover, the debut of one of the best ultimate characters, a spider woman, a spider girl. Who's to say as we get into chapter 98, we don't pop what back up girl. with Peter or the girl. What uh, girl? <laughs> the, <laughs> the story picks up not with MJ, not with Peter, but at the Baxter building. I was very excited to touch touch back on the ultimate fantastic four which they are at this point officially just full-on fantastic four full-on fantastic yes. four because last They're couple just... of times we saw them they weren't like superhero fantastic four like they were very government secret like hey we're gonna reveal ourselves at some point you know this is them being full-on hey we're the fantastic fucking four but Which they're still awesome. basically like the Teen Titans. They're just I mean, yeah, they're still like the video Teen games. Titans. <laughs> it's so cute. Which is awesome. It's Which so is great. Good. If we had gotten a Fantastic Four, Ultimate Fantastic Four series, given the same treatment as the Teen Titans animated series, would have been yeah. incredible. Would have been that incredible. Fantastic Four anime is pretty close. Because I pretty like young. that a lot, and no so one do else I. seems to I, enjoy it. You dude, do. I love that show. I thought that show was excellent. Okay. Wait, are we talking about the French like animated like Fantastic Four that was done like in the it, early two thousands? I was gonna say no. I don't know if it was French. It's it's on Disney Plus now. Um, it's Fantastic Four World's Greatest Heroes. Yeah, right? it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. where Johnny has it's, like the full on like anime hair. Yeah, yeah, like it's super anime style. Fun fact: that was all animated in in French. In really? Did not yes. know that. Yes. I did not know that. And so I, I know. love that cartoon. That's I thought the cartoon was awesome. Fox. So yeah, it's I liked it a lot. It so I, have, I have not had a lot of uh, people say positive things about it. So too. yes, he does yes. make an appearance. Yes. Right. Yes, makes an appearance back in the time where like. Uh, Spider-Man wasn't really allowed to be another like Marvel products. Yeah, yeah. So I got around it by just this. just making it Peter. I yeah. also got the box like DVDs, so check it out, guys, what? listeners. It's really yeah, there's a, there's a really nice if, box set for it. Yeah, if you haven't lately, go back and watch Fantastic Four series. It's yeah, so it's on good. Disney Plus. It's in my queue because I want to watch that. Like, oh, it's so good because it, it's super awesome. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So the security 
system starts to go off an alarm. And as this is after he FF... drank pee. Hang on a second. You can't skip over to pee. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reed, right, Richard, go ahead. Go ahead. Reed Richards just read Dune and realized, like, holy shit, I can, I can do that. Hang on. So he goes up to Johnny and says, hey, Johnny, drink this. And Johnny's like, yeah, okay, sure. He's like, well, what is it? He's like, oh, it's uh, I, it's water. I made it from my urine. And I was like, wait, yeah. what? Are you like shitting me? And then, <laughs> and he waits, and, he he waits until after Mariner Johnny has taken a sip. Yeah. <laughs> then he says that Mariner did it. And everyone's like, Mariner? He's like, yeah, that's Kevin Costner in Waterworld. <laughs> like, you know Kevin Costner's name from Waterworld? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's and, and, and I love the conversation between Reed and Sue here too. She's like, "Okay, sweetie, remember when you told me to tell you when you were acting in a way that is socially unacceptable?" He's like, "But it's water now, but Susan. It's water now, Susan. Water. <laughs> the fact that he calls her Susan there is so yeah. fun. But it's water now, Susan. Honey, <laughs> honey. But it's as also a rule, listen as a rule, society flo- frowns upon serving. <laughs> no, anything but you don't to understand, anyone. Susan. No. It's water. No, that." <laughs> Or was at any time anything even remotely resembling pee? This was the moment where he became the maker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was the moment where he became the maker. He said, you know what? Fuck these guys. <laughs> I'm going to make the whole world drink my pee. I'm the maker. <laughs> maker, goddammit. I'm going to make them drink my pee. Oh my God. That is we, this was when he became away. a villain. You know oh what? Oh my God. I did not think we could add on to any more of what this volume does, but giving us the origin of the maker. This is the real right origin there. of the maker. Right yeah. there. They'll all see. I'll show them. <laughs> They'll all drink pee. They'll all drink pee. <laughs> Kevin Costner's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> this will be you're in town. So that is a deep musical theater cut, You're and I welcome. appreciate that. <laughs> it. Was so specific. Um, yes. So the security breach is going off. They look and see Spider-Man just like his feet attached to their window, carrying the prone body of the scorpion. Um, they bring him in, and they are like, hey, look, dude, the cops are still kind of like weird with you right now. And Peter's like, yeah. If we could just not tell anyone about this, I yeah, it's like, listen, <laughs> I need you guys to test this guy's DNA. Like, I need you to get a blood test without anyone getting flagged. And, <laughs> and, and he's this, like, oh, I don't know if I can avoid the FBI. He's like, I need at least Nick Fury not to get flagged. He's like, oh, I can like, do that. Oh, I can do that. Like, <laughs> oh, I can do that. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I that's love amazing. that this is, this is very much one of those situations where, like, in the uh, critically acclaimed film, The Town, where they roll up and it's like, okay, I need you to do this for me. You cannot ask why. You mm-hmm. cannot ask why. We just need to get this done. And Johnny Storm's like, whose car are we taking? <laughs> if you haven't lately, go watch The Town. The <laughs> Town is Ben Affleck's best movie. It's his best movie. It's his best movie. This is why we're movie. friends. It's yeah. his best it's performance. It's the best performance that Jeremy Renner has ever given in his career. Uh, totally and it is... One of the best John Hamm performances. Yes, yes, three powerhouses in that film, and that's like that is three powerhouses plus a Rebecca Hall. Yes, like yeah, which Rebecca Hall is unbelievably good in that movie. Everyone should have gotten Oscars for that movie, especially Jeremy Renner. I think that is the movie Jeremy Renner deserves an Oscar for. So they are running some tests, (laughs) and and uh, a match comes back. Peter Parker, ninety-four point two percent. 
pretty close. Pretty close. Which, like, which Reed even notes like 94.2%. Like that's like, that's weird. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's, and he keeps mentioning <laughs> it to himself, which is very Reed Richards. Yeah. I kind of I, like, I like that trade a lot. I like in this story how he's just not ultimate Reed Richards. He's straight up just 616 Reed he's Richards. He's a 616 Reed Richards. And in I, this I really enjoy that. Yeah. I think um, it works for this story very well. And he's like, yeah it's he's he's peter parker he's like yeah i I don't know what's what's up with him and spider-man because he is who he is immediately goes no i'm peter parker (laughs) because this man cannot keep his secret identity secret for one goddamn volume i like that he prefaces like listen i need you guys to like i I, i'm trusting you guys here like can i trust you (laughs) because this is maybe big So, and then and, Johnny's like, oh, hey, I recognize hey. you. Went to school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love continuity. I love it so much. This volume does continuity very well. Yeah, it very, does. Really very, well, yeah. very well. Yeah. So read uh, videos into the Triskelion, specifically to talk to Nick Fury. <laughs> Which is so funny. This is so Hey, Nick, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey. Okay. What's cool, up? Good. Hey, uh, what are you doing? What are you um, calling me for? Hey, do you uh, are you are you doing any like cloning right now? Do you know anybody who's doing any cloning right now? No, we're like busy doing technical art. Wait, do you know somebody that's doing cloning? No, right no, no, no. I was just wondering if anybody's got like any cloning experiments that they're thinking about or like actively doing that you've heard of. Uh, anything yeah. like that. I was um. I was pooping and I read an article in Advanced Mechanics about it. And, uh, well, yeah. thanks for that intimate look into your bathroom habits. Click. Yeah. And that's basically how that conversation goes. I, it's so good. It's so, so good. funny. Just from the call, if that was the only time Nick Fury showed up in his volume, that'd be so funny. Yeah, Agreed. Yes. But Peter is immediately like, he doesn't trust Nick Fury. So he's like, he's lying. He's a liar. And Reed's like, At, you know, not this time. He's like, this is the one time he's not lying. And he's like, I have virtual sensors reading body temperature and pulse rate fluctuations, and it didn't budge. And Peter's like, you can do that? He's like, with him, you kind of have to. And I love that no one trusts Nick Fury. Uh-huh. So as well they shouldn't. <laughs> Ultimate Nick Fury is a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> he really is. He's the villain. That's the worst thing about what they did with the MCU 100%. Nick Fury is because I I see Samuel Jackson Nick Fury as a villain. He's, he's and the MCU Cecil. has done a very good job. He's Cecil Stedman. Yeah, they they have the a very good job to do it in Winter Soldier of not doing that. Yeah, right. They use it as like a subversion thing in Winter Soldier. Like, no, yeah. he's actually the best guy. Like, like, nah. like what? Nah. No, he should suck. <laughs> <laughs> So I, and I love, they're like, okay, I'm going to need to take some tests for you. He's like, okay, cool. And he's like, how did you get your powers? And Peter says, I was bit by a spider. He's like, cute. No, really. How did you get no, your powers? Really, how'd you get your powers? <laughs> I was bit by a spider. It was a big spider. I like that no one ever believes him on that. No one does. Because it sounds stupid. <laughs> and he gave me major um almost croc got him the croc vibes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Spider. <laughs> so, Thank you so much for that. Yes. I knew Jacob was gonna clock it. But uh he basically says, okay, uh I'm gonna run some tests, you get out of here. And Peter's like, Oh, okay, I gotta go, I gotta go. And he launches out of there 
<laughs> and Johnny's like, he left? Thing is like, dude left his clone. And Johnny's like, that was so lame. <laughs> <laughs> and Sue says, the kid's a kid. Give him a break. He freaked out. And I'm like, you're not that much older than him. No. You don't no. get to call him a kid. I think they specifically point out in this volume at some point, right? That she's like 19. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, come on. Uh, that said, I just like with Reed Richards being just 616 Reed Richards in this, yeah. I love that they made her 616 Susan Storm. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, later yeah. in the volume. Like she's very maternal Susan Storm. Yes. I think it's kind very of very powerful. Like, I don't think Sue was at this point in her control of her powers yet, but nah. she is nah, she's dope. ridiculous. So dope as hell. He swings back, gets back to the house, just as uh, M- or May opens the door. She's like, MJ's missing. I don't know where she is. And Peter's like, okay, I know we have a curfew feeling, but can I go look for her? She's like, go. And he just starts sprinting off. Goes to the Watson household. Her mom's there. She's not there. Poor um, Anna Watson. Jesus. Poor, like, just the so worst. much. No oh, man. Good. That and creepiness, that shot, though, yeah, I wanted to point out prints. the handprints. I Whoa. wanted to say that that leading up into the window. That was really that's crazy. an incredible shot. Yeah. Terrifying. So scary. So Peter decides, okay, I'm gonna check back where. She was the last time she ran away. He goes back to the warehouse. He gets there. He's like MJ and he hears sorry, tiger. He turns and that's terrifying. Not only is it terrifying, it's sick as fuck, dude. So I don't have a lot of like positive things to say about Batman V Superman, but the first time we see Batman, just it's the coolest in the corner of in the, the corner. Room, yeah. So it's cool. Terrifying. And it's it's very terrifying. Cool. And then he like leeches on the wall, kind of. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but uh. it's terrifying. But yeah. And she and this woman, this spider girl, is here and she's like, Well, this is awkward. And the two of them are trying to I, I love this. He's like, Who are you? And she says, Who do I look like? And he's he says, I don't care. Where's MJ? She's like, I'm not her. That would be super creepy. As opposed to this thing here, which isn't creepy at all. <laughs> she's not the Peter Parker charm. Yeah, like, she's immediately, you could tell there's some connection there's there. There's some she's connection there. Some she's, yes. she's spidey. Like, <laughs> she's very spidey. <laughs> and he goes, there's nothing I won't do to protect her. She's like, yeah, great job so far. And Peter just lunges. takes off, yeah. Ugh. And the two of them have a little tete-a-tete a little tussle and she's like look i'm not trying to fight you you're way off your game anyhow right now i don't know where mary is but we need to figure something out pete throws a pipe at her and she's like fine shoots webs out of her fingertips I'm like the venom style yeah mm-hmm. yes exactly right mm-hmm. which you look at that suit and it's funny That's... because on the cover you get the actual colors of the suit, but in the scene it's nighttime, it and so it's all dark blue and purple, and it looks very black and purple with that exact spider on the chest that wraps around the body, like yeah. So she looks like Venom, in this. Yes. and then that happens. You're like, oh wait a second, <laughs> oh wait oh. a second. 
I'm going to let you both in on something. When I started this volume, or when I started this chapter, and I saw the cover, I had a panic attack. Because I saw this Venom-looking suit, and the coloring is very red. And I panicked. I panicked hardcore, because I'm like, I'm not ready to see Carnage again. I have... I never need to see Carnage again. And she's there. She's doing the symbiote, you know, shoot the webs out of your fingertips thing. I'm like, I am worried about this. Very concerned. And the web hits Peter in the face, sends him into some rubble, which she did not intend to do. And she runs up to him, finds that, okay, he's alive. She's like, okay, he scared me. He's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have come here. She's like, and she says, this was my fault. I just had to see this for real. I'll get them back for you, Peter. I'll do it for all of us. We didn't deserve this. And then she swings away. Very, very curious. I love Ultimate Spider-Woman. Uh, she's she's very cool. and so I love her. Peter so breaks out of the rubble. He's like, okay, she's gone. I gotta go. Maybe... She's like, maybe my old house from before the move. Did MJ sneak into my old house? He goes, swings over to the house, sees the door is open. And as he enters the door, he hears someone inside ask him if he moved. And Peter is faced with... The girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Gwen Stacy is standing in his old house. I I had an audible yell when I got to this page. I immediately texted Malcolm. <laughs> I I could not handle it. I was in full meltdown mode. I I couldn't I there were no words. I I couldn't let me see here. I I texted to them in all capitals. <laughs> I was just going through it too. Oh, actually going through it. Yeah. You know what? You you can read it then. You can read it then. This starts last Saturday. I began this. Saturday, 8 30 a.m. <laughs> One text. No. Second text. You can't do that. Third text. What? Fourth text. How? And then the the like chilling the, shock the emoji. gas the gas ghost <laughs> face. And you know how Malcolm responds <laughs> with a gif of Louise Belcher cackling as the fire <laughs> rains around her malcolm knew exactly what he was doing i knew exactly what he us was. on this journey and the betrayal i felt when every single time the past few weeks i've been saying i really i feel terrible because of what happened to gwen I wish that we had gotten more time with her. Malcolm looked me straight in the face every single time I said that over Zoom and stayed silent. Did not say a goddamn thing and let me suffer 
I literally told a friend last night that anytime that I lie now, I'm going to call it Andrew Garfielding. <laughs> so I Andrew Garfield you. <laughs> I have been gaslit. I have been Garfielded. <laughs> I have been gatekept. I have been gatekept. I have been girl boss. You, you've been just with my personal girl boss. I've been led astray. Yes. You've been Tom Fullard. Gwen Stacy is somehow in alive. Somehow alive. Just in this room. And I I put the tablet down and I didn't come back to it until the next day. (laughs) Wait, so did you finish the issue? I finished the issue. Okay, okay. I finished the issue and I because I I had to for my sake and then I put it down and I said I'm not coming back to this. More on that in a minute. So we then cut to Mary Jane. She's being held in some kind of containment glass prison thing and someone's there. Someone there with a very distinct uh, Peter Parker haircut and he says, you know, I know how to protect you. I should have thought of this years ago. And she says, you know, you got to let me out of here. He's like, Shh, it's okay. I'm going to make sure no one hurts you ever again. We pan out as Mary screams. We are at the ruins of Oscorp. Or, as it was originally known, Oi. 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 We are... I. This is the entire series coming home to roost. This is... You want to talk about continuity. And then the balls on them to put Gwen Stacy on the cover of the next issue. <laughs> so I'm telling you, Bendis is mocking me. So making this comic. Quick thing, when this was coming out in singles and I was reading it, I had missed issue 98. <gasps> no. I had no. missed issue 98. So I got issue 99 and I said, what the fuck? Is that Gwen? Because <laughs> I saw it on the newsstand. I was like, what the fuck? Is that Gwen? Oh my God. Because I had, I had totally missed getting 98. And then I got 98 and 99 the same day. Whoa. But that weirded me out. I mean, like, I, issue 99 is one of my favorite, is in my five favorite issues of the entire series of Ultimate Spider Man. Really? I absolutely love issue 99. So chapter 99 starts off with uh, 99 right there. 99 picks right up where we left off. Um, Gwen is in Peter's house in a nighty and she's like, when did you move? And Peter's like, you're dead. You're a dead person. And she's like, I'm not dead. I'm right here. Peter has a full blown panic attack. I, that's what I love about this is that he's like, this, this can't be happening. Like my mind finally snapped. Like this, this isn't happening. This isn't real. It's not possible. This <laughs> is the most relatable I've ever found Peter Parker, because I too had a panic attack seeing Gwen Stacy again. And he's, he just doesn't know how to process this. And he's like, where did you come from? What happened? That's back over to Oi and the ruins of Oi or Roy. And Oi. Mary is trying to talk to this person who has captured her and has put her in essentially a test tube. And he's like, look, like I'm, I'm smarter than I've been acting. I'm smarter than I let on. And he's like, I realize, like I'm, 
I need to save you and I need to protect you. So instead of breaking up with you or worrying about you every single second of every single day, I thought, hey, what I need to do is make us equals, make us peers, make you like me. I'm going to make you just like me. And we get this chilling reveal. This is ultimate Kane. Yes, yes. 100%. Face half melted. He is terrifying to look at. He's wearing this like really janky version of the Spider-Man costume that looks like it's made out of sweaters. Yes. Like, it's He's... like a sweater top Spider-Man suit. Yeah. It's and like the it's just so Tom uncomfortable Holland, looking. It's like the Tom Holland like first version. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, like, yeah. His his homebrew one. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. yeah, it is a chilling image. It's it's so Ugh, it's gross. Amazing. It, yeah, it's that's so an amazing. Like this is when I was like, oh okay, so. This is produced by John Carpenter or Wes Craven. Duff. This is, <laughs> yeah. this this is, is John Carpenter's Spider-Man. This, this is, is Cronenberg. Like this is yeah, Cronen. <laughs> it it would have been full Cronenberg if it gave me something that I'll mention at the end. But still, like this is like this is when this is just becoming a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. I love this. This 100%. is fantastic. So back at the back back at the hall of the Baxter Building, uh, we see that the Scorpion's awake. And he's chilling. He's ch I love this like blank expression as Reed and Sue were trying to talk to him. He's just like looking around. He's like, how did I get here? And they're like, oh, you're trashing them all in Queens. Spider-Man brought you here. And he's like, shut your mouth. And then he starts trying to break out. He doesn't know where he is, what's happening. Uh, Sue tries to calm him down. And he's basically like, there is no talking to him. He passes out. He's like, the zoo. The zoo is where they are. I, I love that he calls it the zoo. Yeah. Makes sense. I love that. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. And so the two of them are like, uh, we need to friggin' we need to call McFury. And they do from what we see. Back at the old Parker household, uh, Peter's asking Gwen, like, what the hell happened? She's like, I, I don't I don't remember. I just remember a hospital. I remember calling out to somebody. And then there's a quick flash to a dead body. Did you know what was happening? No. I okay. didn't understand. I was okay. like, oh, that's weird. But okay. I, I, I didn't understand what was happening. I yeah, thought, same. Okay, okay, maybe she didn't die. Maybe she was abducted. We had the tease with professor warren in a pre in the previous volume my mind was going in a million different directions i'm like okay i don't know exactly what's happening but something's up something's amiss and fuck i mean ha i have expected her to be a hydroman clone but <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Where are my animated series fans at? Where are they at? A full like LMD, is that right? Life model. Yeah. That, that basically... Straight up. Yeah. Listen, purely because of the Hydro Man thing, I that's actually what I'll credit it to. When I first read this, I had an idea of what was going on. I was like, I yeah. bet this. And yeah. yeah. So we see quick cuts again and again to something happening. Something happened. You see for a moment, uh, she's getting flashes. 
-hmm. There's a cop firing something. We get the New York skyline, but it's not clear what's happening there. And the perspective is really blurry and messed up. You see it in the cop one. Do you? Look at the top of that panel. You see it right there. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, I never even noticed that. They don't hide it. Yeah. Oh, man. You see it right there. That. Everything that is set up is paid off. And everything that is paid oh, off geez. was set up. So It's genius. It's so oh, good. Fuck. So she's like, what do you mean I was dead? And she's like, I swear to God, you were dead. She's like, I, I don't know how to how to process that he's like i don't either and all of a sudden the door opens and may's there because she had the same thought peter did Uh and may's reaction she immediately just screams and runs out of there runs all the way back home goes to call the cops and peter's like no no no, hold on hold on hold on it's just you put the phone down just sit down. We can explain this. She's like, how is this happening? And he, in that moment, decides, this is the moment. Now is the time. It's the I only way to explain it. Yeah. It's the only way. Yeah. You're not He's wrong. backed fully into a corner. It, so he has to explain it. It's perfect. It's, it's perfect. And he says, I'm, I'm Spider-Man. I've always been Spider-Man. And he gives her the full story of what happened. He's like, I'm Spider-Man. And she's like, I love the say the first part again. He's like, I'm Spider-Man. It's me. She's like, prove it. Gives gives him the full Zendaya, like, I need you to yeah. cling to the ceiling real quick. Yeah. Which he does. And she is neither shocked nor amazed. She is stone-faced. She, she reminds me of Sally Fields when she finds out that Robin Williams yes. has been the, uh, whole, the whole time, the whole time, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Oh my god, the whole time, the whole time, the whole time, the, whole time? the, the slam yeah. on the the slam on the table, kind of yep. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's this true. is why you cast the Sally Field as Aunt May. Yes, hundred percent. Because yes. you expect one hundred percent, and you don't get this goddamn scene. You get the secrets aren't for free scene instead. Yeah. Off amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Makes me so mad. Makes me mad. <laughs> so, so good. So he hops off the ceiling and she says she connects all the dots with Norman, with Harry. She's like, I saw her dead body. And this hits Gwen really hard. And he's like, I don't know what's happening, but like, we'll figure this out. And she's like, stop. Get out. And I was not prepared for that reaction from her. That's the thing. You get that, which hurts immediately. Yeah, hurts that, immediately. Hurts that came from the 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 uh, Spider Man uh, ide- ideology that she has in her mind that she yeah. already put back from like the last volume. Mm-hmm. That is what's coming out right now. Mm-hmm. It's and hundred percent. Yeah, I, I. It's so sad. Yeah, and then she hits really him with, back in the day, you and me, baby, we used to have fun. Then he came around with that baby. You're not my son. <laughs> Which hurts yeah. even more. Oh, that, man. that panel of her screaming in his face, you're not my son. Oh. I gave up my entire adult life to take care of you, even though you're not my son. And you've done nothing but lie to me. Take your ghosts and your lies and get out. Get out! And then you hear a voice in the corner. 
When did you get so feisty? And you turn the page, and Richard fucking Parker walks through the door. I flipped a table. Like, what are you supposed to... And this, I got incredibly nervous. Because speaking of The Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2... Uh-huh. Yes, has yes. a has an alternate ending, listeners. Uh-huh. Where Peter is at the graves the gravestone of Gwen Stacy. And who shows up? P- Peter's dad, Richard <laughs> fucking Parker. And like which is clearly inspired like from this scene. Absolutely. It's like Mark Webb only saw this scene. <laughs> but again, I don't hundred, and then was like, "Oh yeah, I could totally like make that work, right?" I don't. I still don't blame Mark Webb for all that. I, you know what? I shouldn't blame him because I honestly don't think he's that. That was an Avia Rod call. I, he, I don't he, know this for a fact, but I know it in my heart. I don't think he had any controlling stake in any of it. I, I can't no, really fault none him. of it. I think he was just kind of the name on a paper. But, but he's ba- Richard Parker is here. And, and it's May not just that not he's surprised. here. It's that May's not surprised. That's that's the real punch of all of this. Yeah. She goes from finding out that Peter is Spider-Man to yelling at him, okay, get out. All you've done is lie to me. You you are not my child. All you've done is lie to me. And then Richard Parker walks in and she says, Oh, Richard, perfect. Right on time, as always. Get your son the fuck out of my house. And that's when Peter clocks, he's like, Wait, you knew? You knew. You knew that he was alive. And it is one of the most heartbreaking cliffhangers I've ever read in my life. I'm getting teary-eyed right now. (laughs) Because it's so emotionally crippling. Yeah. Like that's what Peter is when what when we show it in in the comics here. It's like he is in brought to tears scene like Richard. And it's I was like getting that emotional too with you. It's just like, oh God, what is happening? And then we get this scene, the end of the issue, where Nick Fury is looking over the Scorpion, and Reed says, look, someone's cloning him. Someone cloned him. Is there someone doing super soldier experiments with cloning? Fury does not answer. He just responds into a communicator saying, this is One-Eyed Eagle, Clarence Godet O'Neill. Get the Spider Slayers ready. I'll meet them in Queens. Yes, the full battalion, and we're going to need a cleaner crew. It's going to get very messy. Terrifying. Terrifying. Terrifying, yeah. Which brings us to chapter 100. We pick back up the scene in the the house. Richard sits them both down. He hugs his son, uh may is just like get out of here i'm done with this and peter's like i want answers i don't want to know what the hell happened you knew that my dad was alive and you didn't tell me so she's like you were spider-man you didn't tell me (laughs) (laughs) to each their own hold on a second two wrongs do not make this right (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) and then richard strangely enough goes to Gwen and he says, you know, are are you nervous? Do you feel anxious? It's okay. No one's going to hurt you. He knows something. Mm -hmm. And he reaches into the, uh, into the fridge 
you get a little uh, soda cola along with a chilled nice leftover box of domingo's pizza yes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they begin to have a conversation meanwhile it's not delivery it's domingo's it's domingo's so actually i think it might be delivery because there is the delivery box it might actually be del- yeah you, you know what you are right it might it might but be. it's 100 domingos but it is 100 so, great a man. domingos yeah great great place can uh, only nice order on sundays nice breadsticks though so, oh so, garlic knots oh man mm, mm. Ooh, i haven't tried the garlic knots yet mm, nobody yes. knows i'm not like domingo let me tell you it's true so mary is being strapped to this machine where again this ultimate cane is like hey look he says i had to improvise a little bit because this place looks like what it looks like but i think i got it we'll try it once and then we'll do some tests and see what happens and i'm like this is bad this is a bad idea when all of a sudden he gets kicked in the face and who's there it's just the six-armed spider-man yeah in like the coolest redesign he looks so cool it is so good i love that each leg of the spider logo corresponds to a limb on his With a limb on his body yes so Agreed. cool so it's cool. a good choice yes I want this, this action figure. I still want this action figure. Me too. This super man spider is do good. a custom on uh, on that six. No, I want this to be a real. Like no, I want this to be a real Marvel Legends that they put out. Fair. <laughs> they did because they did that really great Spider-Man six Spider Man one like a few years ago, which was yeah. like a really good figure. That's what I'm saying. I want this costume for sure. Yes. Yes. I love the little diamond uh, in between his eyes. I love it. Mask. It's yeah. so good. It makes it look like there's a third eye there. Yes. It's so cool. It's very cool. It also reminds me of like the, you know, like the diamond that like a black widow would have. Yes. On the back and everything. Also, like he's got the little, little tabby boots, little toe boots. Mm-hmm. All of them. do. Well, uh, Spider-Woman does at least. She has a cleft in her. Does boot. she? Nope. Yeah. That. In that first page where she's in the corner, she has a cleft in her boot. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, back at the Parker household, everybody's eating pizza, catching up. <laughs> May is not partaking, but the first question breaks my heart. He's like, "Is my mom alive too?" And Richard does not answer. Uh-huh. And he starts to tell him about the suit, and he's like, "Oh, okay. You know about the suit. Good." And they start having a conversation about the backstory of the Venom suit where Richard more or less confirms everything that we had already kind of known. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got an offer. This time we find out it's from Trask Industries. And they were... These, these references! These references so good. Fuck, are so uh, good. And they were supposed to get on a plane. <coughs> the Brocks and the Parkers. Mm-hmm. And at the very last minute, Richard decides not to get on the plane. He says, I don't want to be a part of this. And his wife, which seems weird, is like, no, you're getting on the plane. And he kind of argues with the Brocks as well, who are like, what are you talking about? Like, we need to be part of this. And Mary just goes. Mary Parker just goes. She says, well, well, my name's on half of it, so I could just sign. So she goes. Wow. Brocks (laughs) go. And they get on the plane, and the plane crashes. And Richard reveals that the reason that Gwen is here is because of him. 
back with the uh, six-armed Spider-Man. He attacks uh, Kane. We're just gonna call him Kane because that's 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 who. Yeah, he is. he's Kane. Yeah, he's it's Kane, so, and uh, it's two Kane. Get it? Because uh, he's like Two Face, but it's two Kane, Two Face Kane here. Uh, all right, fine. No, all right, fine. Uh, I tried. I did my best. Uh, <laughs> we should call. I guess we can call this guy Sixes. 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 Six Pac is who. Six Pac. I like yeah. Superman. Two Kane and Six Pac. <laughs> six Pac. Six Pac. So. Uh, I was referencing a wrestler, but you guys had to go a different direction with it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. So yeah, Six Pac here goes and attacks Kane. And <laughs> the two of them are having a little bit of a, a little bit of a tussle. And Kane's strong. He is unnecessarily yeah. strong. That's why we know he's Kane. And he doesn't have any kind of reservations about pulling his punches. So he beats this man near to death. And he's like, it's okay, sweetie. It's okay. We're all good now. Horrifying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely horrifying. So Richard tells the backstory of how he wasn't, you know, wasn't going to come back into Peter's life because everyone thought he was dead. And at a specific point in time, he was brought in by Henry Gyrick, CIA. Son of a bitch. Of course. <laughs> this this bastard oh god this son I, of a bitch. like son of a bitch that comes out of nowhere this is an x-men guy too that's yep. that's that's the thing henry gyrick gyrick and boulevard trask like two bad, seasons in a pod bad yep. news bad news henry something like that yeah uh, henry gyrick who is very prominent in the x-men stuff right now as mm-hmm. a bad guy spoilers a very bad guy a very bad guy uh and has always been an has been a connective tissue between uh, the X Men universe and the Avengers. Yep. Oh, for okay. a very long time because he yeah. he was very connected to Avengers stuff for a very long time. Yeah. Um, super interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So Henry Geirich is there to recruit him. He says Nick Fury is wanting to put together a team, a team of super soldiers, and he wants to police the world. And we don't like or trust him. So we want you to continue your work for us so that we can make our own team. And Richard is basically like, I don't, I don't want any part of this. And then he says, Hey, did you know that Nick Fury probably killed your wife? And that's when it changes. Mm -hmm. The whole mood shifts. Mm Mm-hmm. And he basically says, the best way to change the system is to work within the system. Real quick, because it happened with the last bit of flashback as well. I don't know if you guys noticed this. So the two, fla- the two big flashback scenes for Richard Parker yeah. are on double page spreads, mm-hmm. where the flashback chunk is askew from the rest of the page. Yes. Almost like it's being cut in. Very cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That's interesting. Again, they're not subtle about everything. They tell you everything you need to know so that you could figure it out yourself. Wow. That's very very interesting. Impressive. Everything is very purposeful on this. Because I know a a lot of people, when it was coming out, uh, a lot of just, you know, community chat said that this story arc felt like it came out of nowhere and that like everything kind of felt like it was thrown together. And clearly, that is not the case. 
everything is very purposeful here. Everything in this series was leading to this moment, and everything is very purposeful. There is 100% no slip-ups here. It's clean, baby. So continuing on with the flashback, we see that Richard is privy to seeing the Venom and Peter battle in Venom. the street. Venom. Uh, Venom, Venom. Venom, Venom. <laughs> and, you know, Richard Parker's just filled with adrenaline momentum, and he decides, you know what? We got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And then he goes to see May. <sighs> this conversation, May does what any sane person would when seeing a dead body and just goes screaming off into the distance mm -hmm. uh richard catches up to her tells her everything and she says she yells at him saying you stay away from me and you stay away from him he has a chance to be happy the first parker in history to grow up and have a normal life and be happy and i swear to god if you come at him like this i will and Richard cuts her off. He's like, normal life. May he's special. May has no idea what he's talking about. And he is evasive on where he's been. And she tells him to stay away. That's the thing. Remember that too. Because like, you know, she takes it pretty chill that he's Spider-Man. I think that's her connecting the dots to what. Yeah. Richard yeah. Is, what Richard had already said. She, Richard had already yeah. intimated, like, hey, do you even know how special he is? Right. Trying to figure out, like, do you know that he's Spider Man? Like, he's Spider Man. Do you know that? I think that's her connecting the dots there of, like, mm -hmm. right. So Richard then this is my out. question for you guys, right? Because we see in the next page of the flashbacks, we see him watching Peter and Mary together. So he's been around for a while. This was a few weeks ago. Because again, time is very strange uh, and condensed in this. I, uh, in the next volume, there is a specific time mark mention. This was a few weeks ago because okay. I, I don't remember what issue it is, but this is a very specific look from issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. This is know, right man. after this is right after Gwen dies. Uh, I think okay. it's I think it's the the team up volume. The superstars. I, I feel really weird about that then. Cause like it's Again, the, the time dilation of Ultimate Spider-Man is one of the things that I'm not a huge fan of. It's a weird thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing of keeping track of, you know. Yeah. 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 So we see that Richard went to see Peter, sees him and MJ together, and it's a nice moment. And then he's brought back by Gyrick into the fold. And he's like, you need to fix this. We need to continue our work. And the two of the uh, May has a bunch of questions. Gwen has even more questions. Richard's like, I don't really know what we're doing. And then all of a sudden lights from outside blind the group inside. And we find Nick Fury surrounded by spider slayers. As you can see, I am not screwing around. Full on Cecil Stegman. Full on Cecil uh, Stegman. Stegman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And love these slayers. Love the look of them. I cool love design. the design of the so slayers. Cool. They look cool. They very, they, very cool design. They look like uh threatening versions of the little man that you see on like traffic like um uh 
signs, the little and walk stuff signs. Like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're right. Yeah. yeah, with the little gyroscope little balls. That they yeah, like if that. I do went to the gym and also like an Apple store. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like Steve Jobs said, I could do better than this. Said I, I could do that and make him threatening. Yeah, exactly. I can make a weapon out of that. It's Sidewalk so... man, but make him sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so Richard's basically like, hey, you need to suit up. He's and Peter's like, I can't fight all of them, so I got I gotta go talk to them. Gwen starts freaking out. She says, They're not gonna take me away, they're not gonna take us away. And she starts to convulse. She shouts, Why are they doing this? I turn the page. Uh-huh. And we return to the group chat. I was wondering where, if that's where it was, because I've been trying to figure out where it was that you had sent that. Okay. Yes. Where we continue. <laughs> Sunday, April 24th, 2022. 5.30 p.m. All caps. I swear to God, I can't read any more of this. <laughs> Malcolm responds, it's nuts. And I respond, my heart cannot take it. And Malcolm sends me these mind-blown emojis. Just an entire banner of them. I believe a hundred of them. Because that was me calling your, my shot that you were on issue a hundred. And you were correct, sir. <laughs> I believe that is a, either a hundred or a hundred and one of them. That's even better. Yeah, I... I full on, I almost chucked this tablet across the room. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do this. This was a moment where I set the the tablet down. I, I didn't advance past this page that day. I was like, I, I can't. I can't do this. I, I, need, I need something else. And I full on just went off. I went and I was with nature for some time. Because I needed to center my mind before I continued the story. Um, Did you Peter Parker run out of the house? I full on Peter Parker <laughs> ran out of the house. Never, 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 never. Now, did you finish this issue or did you just stop there? I stopped there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so I came <laughs> back to this. Oh, God. Listeners, if you happen to not be... Uh, not be reading this and are just getting the story from us. Gwen turns into carnage. And I, again, full-blown panic attack. I come back and Gwen Carnage leaps out and engages <laughs> the spider slayers. Aunt May has a heart attack. Oh. Aunt May has a heart attack. There it is. And then we cut to the final page where... Mary Jane is coming too, and we see Kane there, and he says, Congratulations, MJ. It's an all new you. Issue 100 of Ultimate Spider Man is an issue that I will take with me for the rest of my life. It's an unbelievable anniversary issue. I could not believe what I was reading. And then to get the cover. Of issue 101. Uh-huh. I am... I said multiple times that I never needed to see Ultimate Carnage again. But that I also wanted Gwen back. 
And just like the monkey's paw, I paid for my bargain. <laughs> oh my God. All those times the last few weeks you said, if I never see Ultimate Carnage, it would be the worst. Sick. The worst Twilight Zone like turnaround ending that just comes out of nowhere. And even Roger Sterling is going, and you see here, a young nerd knows that <laughs> has a podcast. And when he finally reads that certain comic, he will always take it with him to the end. Here. Because today he has learned that with every every comic book resurrection. There comes a price. A price that you pay in the Twilight, in the twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. I, fuck me, man. I was, I, full blown. I was like, I don't know what we're doing here anymore. From this <laughs> point on, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And, and it only gets a little crazier. A lit, a little. So. <laughs> Carnage Gwen is that's such a weird fucking thing to say. Uh, is engaging with the Spider Slayers Gwenage. and is Gwenage. giving yeah. them Gwenage. Gwenage. Stop. There's Gwenum <laughs> now, so it's Gwenage. Stop. Gwenum and Gwenage Village. Gwenage Village. Oh my god. <laughs> They're in Queens. They're in Queens, you son of a bitch. They're so close to... I'm I'm gonna hurt you. And <laughs> Gwen Carnage is giving these Spider Slayers the business. They were not prepared for this. And we have the Tinkerer basically saying as much. You're like, I did the AI on these drones was prepped for Peter Parker. It was not prepped for whatever the hell this is. I need time to analyze it. Paul Jamon is like screaming and just wondering why <laughs> his like mullet is like as long as it is right now because it's the early 2000s. Yep. I, I do have a very open problem of Nick Fury clearly telling the Tinkerer that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I have a huge fucking problem with at that. At this point, yeah. at this point, all bets are off with him. He doesn't Nick Fury's care. a bad guy! He's a bad man. <laughs> he's yeah. a bad man! And not in, like, man. the cool Shaft way. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, not like Shaft, he's guy. a bad man. No, like, he is a bad man. <laughs> full Cecil, like, full Cecil. Nobody ever goes yeah, full Cecil. This is 100% Cecil Stedman. Like, it, yes. That is the turn here. And so, Nick Fury just says, just starts firing into the house. Like, they're trying to shoot at Carnage, and they start shooting into the house, Aunt May's had a heart attack. Um, Richard basically says, okay, Peter, you need to get out of here. He's like, I'm not leaving Aunt May. He's like, I'm a doctor. I'll do this. Go. And he, and this was the, this was the, at the time, the most terrifying thing. He's like, you turned Gwen into a monster. And he says, I didn't. She came to me that way. That terrified me. Um, and, Carnage is continuing the melee outside. Peter's like, I need I need to take Aunt May. And Richard says, go. Listen to your father. And Peter does not suit up. He just bolts straight out of the house at Nick Fury and goes to start wailing on him. One of the Spider Slayers gets a nice pot shot, a little sneak attack on him. Okay. Nick Fury standing over him, basically saying, you need to stay down. Peter continues to fight him, continues to get shot. The Spider Slayers are, again, completely just ineffectual against Carnage. 
and he basically is ready to put Peter in the ground. Nick Fury is pointing a gun at him when all of a sudden his gun melts because the Fantastic Four have arrived, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Nick's just like, you know, you need, you guys need to get out of there. Need to get out of here. Reed's like, no, you need to tell us what's going on. Peter Parker's done nothing wrong. I love how things just like, oh, this is weird. And it attacks him. He's like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, oh god. Uh, I got this. Wait, nope. I don't Carnage got this. just flings Ben away. Just like, help he me out here. Stretch out of the <laughs> into entire, the sky. Into the sky. He lands at where is that? At, uh, I, honestly, I thought that's at Burger Mart, and I had it, a moment. It does Burger say Burger King. King. It's Burger he lands King, yeah. at a Burger King, and at, for the moment, he is uh, disabled if just by distance. <laughs> they uh peter basically tells reed and sue like my aunt's in there like she had a heart attack and my dad's in there and reed's like whoa what and him and sue run into the house like peter your dad's dead <laughs> <laughs> he's like yes i know this and <laughs> carnage goes to attack uh goes Wait, to attack stop Wait, goes shit. to attack uh reed and reed in Peak 616 is just like, oh, fascinating. And he just starts tanking. And also Peak Maker. Peak Maker yes. as well. Absolutely. Because this is the first time that the Maker has anything to do with something that is resembling a symbiote. Good point. Yes. Excellent pull. Again, everything ties all together. It's all connected. It rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> so Sue makes it into the house and finds that Richard Parker is not helping Aunt May. He's like, I, I don't. And Sue is like giving him the doctor speech or the doctor speak. She's like, she an acute myocardial infarction or was it a stroke? He's like, I, I'm, I'm not sure. He's, she's like, do you have a first aid case? He's like, not on me. She's like, are you all right? And he says, I didn't know what to do. And she's like, uh, okay, come with me. Follow me out. I thought this was weird. I thought maybe- I was, I was going to ask. So at this point, did you know what was happening? No. Okay. I was I was like, okay, this is strange. Like maybe he just he panicked. And so or maybe he's a he's a science doctor, not a medical doctor. Same, same, yeah, right? And Full so, McCoy, like not McCoy. Exactly. Here. And so Sue lifts up May onto an invisible gurney, and I love she just walks out with them. Force bubble up, like nobody can tell her anything. That's and so I love, tight. Reed is still just tangling with, with Carnage. It's pulling his glasses off. He's like, ah, I'm good. I'm fine. This is cool. <laughs> and she basically, she tells Peter, like, we're going to get her out of here. And so her, the unconscious May and Richard vault out of there. Peter continues to just rail against these, uh, against these spider slayers now backed up by Johnny Storm. Hell yeah. Puts his yeah. fist through one of them. Like one it's of the so heads. So good. Which it's is so sick good. Because he's like, Fury! like it's awesome. And then all of a moment. sudden, yeah. Yeah. the spider slayers turn their guns onto Carnage and Reed. And, and Fury says, full power. And just this blinding blue light envelops the neighborhood. 
I thought for a moment, even though I know better because the maker is a thing later on, I was like, did he just kill Reed Richards? Like, it was incredible. And then we turn and a naked Gwen is left. The Carnage symbiote for now has at least been vaporized. Gwen falls unconscious. And it's 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 just a bad situation all around. Um, Peter falls to his knees. He's like, I don't understand this. Reed starts taking notes. He starts coming up with an equation. He's like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And Nick basically says, we have to clean, we have to clean this up. And that includes you and everything that has to do with you. We cut back to Roy, the ruined Osborne Industries. And Kane is just like, hey, like, aren't you super excited about this? I infected you with Oz! <laughs> Showing her, like, the binder. And he's like, look, it's great! And <laughs> I created you. Like, yeah. I did this for you. you. Look at this. This is ultimate <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. Yes, yes, 100%. it is. This is what oh the Phantom God. wants to do to Christine so badly. He wants so to make a freak like him. Yep. Like, it, it's uh, totally that. Oh my god. He's like, I I couldn't protect you, so now now I don't have to. She's and she is progressively getting angry. She's like, you put something inside me. He's like, you, you, you might want to calm down. And she turns into the red goblin. Green Yeti. Bruh. Red Yeti turns into essentially red Wendigo. Bruh. Yes. And I just at this page, I threw my hands in the air and I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I don't understand this. You and I'm me done. both, bro. Oh I don't, I can't. Like, I have lost the plot here, obviously. And so we get to chapter 102 and Peter's in custody. And he's like, look, just get me out of here. Like, I'm, I'm yours. I'm imprisoned. When all of a sudden, who shows up? It's our girl, Spider-Woman. Drops down, Hell kicks yeah. the shit out of out of Nick and a couple of the pi- Spider-Slayers. Scoops Nick up Pete. into the thing, which yeah. is just like, it's just pushing Nick Fury smack into a rock place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Scoops up Peter and in, swings off into the night. When she swoops in, the only song that... So again, I don't listen to music when I uh, read you gotta, comics. You gotta try it. But... See, my head fills in that gap because this had an immediate drop of a song for me. What song? And it's a very specific pull, y'all. But the theme song for it is Spider-Man Unlimited cartoon. Purely because yes. like, it's like, oh, 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 Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So she's cool as fuck, dude. She's she really is. Cool. She is dope as fuck. And she goes swinging off into the night with Peter. Uh, she breaks off his bonds, rides on a truck with him to New Jersey. And the two of them are just right on top of this truck. He's like, who are you? She's like, Spider-Woman? He's like, who are you? She pulls down the mask. It's a female Peter Parker. Uh-huh. Like, I, even drawn. Yeah. Give it up to, like, Mark Bagley. or who Did he draw this? Yeah. Yes. He drew yeah. This is all exactly... Bagley. Like Peter Parker's face 
and just just fuller lips more fuller. a little bit of tweaking in the feminine features mm-hmm. there's, there's a great comparison two yeah. panels later with the two of them just mm-hmm. mirrored, essentially yeah it's unbelievable yeah the art skills there yeah. so good 100 percent. so she's like uh i'm a clone hi uh we are she's like i'm gonna tell you exactly what i know she says about a month ago give or take i was born and she gives us the backstory and who are we faced with not ben riley ben oh, riley baby ben riley. not ben riley the best ben riley ever to exist i am going to <laughs> I will disagree. web swing down to tucson and beat the hell out of you jacob i swear to god um, so not ben neil deGrasse tyson as ben riley here that's all it is all it is and basically not ben riley basically tells her like hey look i'm you know you're part of this study you're part of this facility you're phase five of the project which was important i didn't understand at the moment because i thought okay she's phase five obviously we have the other three clones that's only four who is the fifth person and uh-huh. that was when the gears started turning uh-huh and i didn't know where it was going yet also again so phase five also again uh this flashback canted ankles yes yep. yes 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 canted pages again yeah yep. and so she basically is listening to this man tell him look look uh the good news is you're gonna have you know as confusing as it is to have all these memories of being a boy in a girl's body you know don't worry we have a psych team coming in very soon and you'll be stripped of all those memories and we'll have you all new ones implanted in you in no time that's something big yikes mm, big yikes yikes so yeah. that's let's something talk, let's talk about this for a second um because i mentioned a couple weeks back mm-hmm. how interesting i thought it would be to have um ultimate moon knight be trans mm-hmm. and apparently i was only a few volumes off that was why i never had that thought because of this because we straight up this is essentially whether yes. it was intended or not we have a trans story yeah it, it i really don't think it was and that's fascinating to me and it's kind of, of the, really interesting all of the signs are there mm-hmm. like the whole this is a he's basically like promising her conversion therapy yes yeah. like yeah. yes and it's haunting it is a really interesting trans allegory it's not even an allegory. It's just a straight up trans story. It's straight up like, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. And how, and how terrifying. Well, how, yeah. How unestablished in this time period. When was this? Like probably 2007, something this like that? This was 2007. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been oh. about 2007, 2008, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. Wouldn't probably it would probably not be like for ten more years before like something like this was actually recognized for what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really interesting. Really interesting. And basically, uh, not Ben tells her like, okay, we're gonna run some more tests on you, and we're gonna figure it. We're gonna figure it out. You're gonna be a special agent for the Central Intelligence Agency. You'll be Special Agent Jessica Drew. True. You'll be agent of the CIA, codename Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, uh, man. Um, this is, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to give her kind of the backstory of what happened. He's like, after, you know, Gwen Stacy was killed and the whole carnage incident, the feds came for me too. And I had a get out of jail free card, which was the blood sample of Peter Parker. And the CIA cut me in on a deal, brought me in for a whole group. He says, um, they'd already put together a little brain trust here, working on the very same type of project. A community of like-minded geniuses. He says, you know, we've broken down Norman Osborn's original Oz formula, and a bunch of other things, all real top secret stuff. And he says, you may be the next Captain America. Can you imagine? And as she kind of blacks out, he says, okay, Jessica, you sleep. Tomorrow is a big day. An army of 100, 200 Spider-Man launching a ground assault? That's terrifying. Scary. Absolutely terrifying. And all under the control of the CIA. Like, Oof. Eh. So back on the truck, uh, Peter and Jessica are basically just kind of sitting there. He's like, so are you me or this Jessica person? She's like, I'm still you. And it's it's so fascinating like through like and obviously none of the three of us can speak on this yeah. you know with an informed opinion but looking at this through that trans lens gives it so many more layers yeah and i'm sure yeah. the original story even had and this story is working on fundamentally several different levels this but, aged really well yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent and so she's basically like, I've only been alive a month and I'm having trouble remembering what are my memories or what are yours. I'm kind of having a meltdown. And he's just like, I, my brain should have just given up on me at this point. I love this panel so much of both of them doing the classic Peter Parker, like screaming to the sky. He's yeah. like, angry, oh, like, what is happening? Or like, because he's nuts. Like, <laughs> at least you're the real you. It's like, I'm not even the real anything. And it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, why are I in a coma now? Like, he's like, yeah. who could take this much shit in one day? <laughs> and then he switches. He's like, where did the costume come from? Just such a sharp left turn. Uh-huh. And we cut back to another uh, another very interesting flashback. This time, only a little slanted. Yep. Where she's basically like, she's, she's in her suit. She's like, don't call me Jessica. And... Don't Riley, call me you. Superboy. I'm, I'm the Metropolis Kid. <laughs> Don't call me Jessica Drew. I'm Spider Woman. <laughs> and so, uh, not Ben Riley introduces her to the psych team. And the person on that psych team that is supposed to be helping her is hot as fuck. Web. <laughs> I'm not used to Cassandra being No, this is this is why they cast Dakota Johnson in this. Whatever. This is why they. (laughs) Yeah, if she is like classic Cassandra Uh, Webb, this is what she's going to be. Makes me hope that it was announced they cast Sydney Sweeney in this in an unspecified role. Make her Spider Woman. So, so that's what that's what I'm thinking now. Because initially I thought like, oh, okay, Dakota Johnson is going to be the new Madam Webb. She's going to be. I never remember her name, but Spider Woman too. Yeah, and then they cast Cindy Sweeney. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they're going for this instead. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're going very interesting. Spider Woman, very different nice. treatment, obviously. But... Yeah, that'll be really cool. Oh man, 
guys, this is this could be a revamped like Marvel version of Birds of Prey, but it's like Spiders of Prey. So like we have Huntress yeah, being yeah, like Spider Woman. Yeah, the Order of the Web. Madam Web. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. Web Warriors. Please. Yeah, Web Warriors. Web Warriors. Oh my God. That'd be tight. And I love this too, because we're we're seeing in real time the breakout of not just one, but two test subjects. Because there's an explosion <laughs> behind this. Uh and Carnage just come busting out of the wall and someone shouts, the Stacy experiment is loose. Uh-huh. And we see the image we saw from earlier. Uh-huh. That Gwen flashed to for a brief moment from Jessica or from Spider-Woman's perspective. Uh-huh. And we see Carnage ripping through this facility. Someone gets knocked into Madam Web at one point knocking her out of her wheelchair. <laughs> and Spider-Woman bails. Like she she sees Carnage jump out off into the night. Three doors clack open. Uh we yes. hear three doors. Yes, we hear three doors. We see four faces. Oh man! Uh huh. Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't realize that. Uh huh. Realize shit. that either. He's I right didn't... there. He's right there. He's Holy... right there. Holy shit! Did not see that. Oh. Uh huh. And they they feed it in. They're very clever about it because the first panel shows the four clones, and then in the very next panel the. The four of them are like, okay, I don't know what to do. And then we see Richard Parker come in from out of off frame. And he's like, no, there's been an accident. Everyone just go back in your rooms and wait for the power to. And everyone, uh-huh. everyone is panicking. They don't know what's going on. Like MJ needs our help. What What is happening? And Kane looks at everyone and says, should we scatter? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the clones for that fucking shit, so. you son of a bitch. That's so good. Oh my god, that was so funny. Oh, what a great so callback. Good. Amazing oh job. Kane, uh, Six Pac, and Scorpion scatter <laughs> off into the night. Richard Parker and uh, Spider Woman look at each other, and Spider Woman's like, bye. And she leaves as well. Everyone. She just looks at him, holds up a... <laughs> and she fades. And then just dips away into the smoke. She, she, she hits the peace sign and just fades out. <laughs> into the bushes, yeah. Yeah, Homer, Homer Simpson, Simpson style. style. Yeah. <laughs> and so we see very much in a almost Spider-Verse manner, all four of the uh, spider clones scatter off into the night. This and is the end of their version of No Way Home. This yes. is like Spider-Man swinging away way yeah. home into the sunset. Like, this is that for them. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're free! Triumphant! Triumphant Each of them is slightly like the um, the tone is slightly tweaked. For yeah. each of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Kane has the dubstep one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kane has like the twisted, like what is it? The twisted, like scratch version. Minor key yeah. version. Yeah, yeah no, you're, a minor you're right. key version. You're right. His being minor key. Uh, the dubstep one, a hundred percent goes to Scorpion. Oh, okay. Oh, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Oh, that oh, makes yeah. more sense. That makes hundred percent goes to Scorpion. That makes more sense. Violin then, version is Jessica Drew. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I would say hers is like a quiet piano. 
Yes. Like the okay. quiet piano for her. All right. That's fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then the piano has to be like a uh, six pack. That's, that's gotta be six pack. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's more like uh, uh Sam Ramy kind of like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. His would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just picturing that now. God, that's so cool. Um, just each of them getting an individual swinging sequence showing how different their swinging is. That would be so cool. That'd be so cool. Um, oh my God. I did not think I was ever going to say this, but we we need an animated adaptation of the Clone Saga. Uh, well, yeah, baby. Yeah. This Clone Saga, though. Don't, yeah, don't get twisted, listeners. This Clone yeah. Saga. This Clone so, Saga. If they, I mean, this, this should have been Spectacular Spider-Man Season 3. Her. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, this 100%. is this is like season three of season four of Spectacular Spider-Man. That's sure. what they were prepping for in the season three. Was, I think so. I was going to say, I thought they were supposed to be doing Clone Saga stuff. I thought yeah, that some I had seen that somewhere. Yeah. 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 I wish it was this. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so cool. Uh, basically, like, look, um, we need to figure out what our next step is. He's like, so one of the clones took MJ. Uh, she's missing. And she's like, I just don't want her involved in any of this. And he's like, you don't? She's like, I... Or he says, you don't? And she's like, I was speaking for the both of us. You know, we're on the same page. Whatever. And she's like, okay, we gotta jump here. And he's like, where are we? They jump out, and they're here at Roy. They've made it to the ruined Osborne Industries. And as they make their way into the facility, they find Red Wendigo standing over the body of six pack and about to absolutely rip Kane in half spider it's interesting because when spider woman swings slings her webs it's either with one finger or with two and i almost don't picture the thwips i picture like finger gun sounds <laughs> like kiss guns you know, kiss pistols <laughs> they just kiss pistols just that's all yeah there you go and so she Webs up six pack, yanks him out of there as Red Wendigo continues to try and kill Kane. They're like, okay, we don't we don't know what's happening here. I love that six pack full on just has spider face. Yes, agree. He's a wolf spider. He's a oh god. <laughs> look at look at his face. He looks kind of like a wolf man. Jesus Christ. Yes, that's so good. I never oh made God. that connection. Fuck yeah. Shit. Yeah. So oh, yeah, it's kind of fucking cool, dude. I was, oh, it's cool. So cool. I, it's I so cool. It, I took it as something more. I took it as more like he's more mutated. He's more spider than man now, basically. 100%. But I, yeah. I do think the wolf spider thing oh, is definitely. It's so funny. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the one that tells uh, Peter and Spider-Woman, like, he injected MJ with Oz. And they realize this hulking creature is MJ. He Peter walks up to try and, you know, talk sense to her. He gets is able to get to her. She turns back into MJ, collapses to the ground unconscious. And Kane is like, look, man, I, 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 I did it. Look, she protects herself. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> I did it. I and did it. Peter... I came and the one true supreme. <laughs> that, you know what? Retcon. Right. Yeah, that's his there voice. That's, that's his voice. That's, that's Ultimate Kane. Now that's she can protect herself. 
Punch. <laughs> Peter does what I have been waiting to do to Kane this entire time and just wallops him right in the face. Satisfying. Absolutely satisfying. And he just is shouting at him. He's like, how could you do that? The, the, there's no Oz here. This place is empty. There's nothing here. Where did you get the Oz from? And we hear from off panel from me, his father. And we see Otto Octavius standing with Reed Richards and Nick Fury. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy and shit. This is where it went down for me. <laughs> this this was a complete disappointment this is where it gets even higher for me Really, <laughs> because still of what had they no idea what was going on with this i think what they do with it is a great masterpiece i i agree in in when we get to the end of this because like, <laughs> oh my god i was like what <laughs> what are you doing here buddy i mean again they kind of team up a little bit a great group of of uh similar minded individuals yeah. we know where his mind is as far as genetic stuff yeah you know, uh, we've we've seen we've. I mean, he wasn't on the ground floor of this stuff. You know. Yeah, but well, okay. I uh, yeah, I just uh, I just didn't think it, it just would turn out to be this way. <laughs> so <laughs> what you're saying is, so no one told you life was going to be this way. I don't get and it. I hate you, Malcolm. I hate you with my whole heart. My whole heart. So. Uh, chapter 103 has one of the coolest covers. This is my favorite cover, and in the volume. My favorite cover of the volume as well, I think. It, yeah. This is so like, cool. Yeah, this is so cool. This is so misleading for It's me. tough. It's tough. I love the issue 100 cover with 100 different Spider-Man on it. Yeah. That one's pretty good, too. It's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And honestly, I think the next cover is probably my favorite cover. <laughs> I forgot what the next cover is, but we're going to oh, get to it. No, we're gonna so get it. we cut to Xavier's school for gifted children. We cut back to my girl, Kitty Pride, viewing the events that are happening here. I don't know about you guys, but when I saw this uh when I saw this panel for the first time, I thought Wolverine was like pulling his shirt down. Uh yep. I was like what's yep. happening it's there? It totally yeah. looks like it. I but just like that right now. Holding a book. Yeah. Like from the top of the book on either side, like who who holds a book like that? Uh well I mean Wolverine classically holds by the law of from the top then make it drop. That's a book. That's a book. Correct. I don't know what I was thinking. So the news report is going on talking about like hey like something happened in this neighborhood in Queens. You know, Shit's going down in Queens, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I picture uh Family Guy. What is that? What is the news or the uh, the weather? Ollie. Ollie. Ollie now Williams. We cut, now we cut to Ollie, Ollie Williams on the scene in Queens. Queens is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. And now we're back to the news. Like, that's exactly what I pictured that when you said that. He's just I, standing like spider slayers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like standing on a spider slayer. <laughs> spider slayers. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. And now we go back to New York as we <laughs> They mention at one point Anna Anna. Anna Watson. Anna Watson. Anna Watson. My daughter's missing. 
She was with this old Yankee this? picture of of her. Like, oh man. Like when she was ten. Yeah. yeah. She's like, my daughter has been missing. She is still missing. My neighborhood is on fire. I am having the worst forty-eight hours of my life. And Kitty runs into the next room, literally runs into the next room, and you know gets to Cyclops and Xavier. She's like, "We need to go. We got to go to Queens." By the way, Cyclops looks like his best, like uh, "Where's Waldo?" kind of like pose. Like he's like, he's, like "I don't know zits, what's going on with zits, this Cyclops." You know? <laughs> what this, the fuck? No, okay, this Cyclops. Like, is a, he, no, this Cyclops is a hundred percent X Men Evolution Cyclops. This is X Men Evolution what? Cyclops out of nowhere. In the last volume, he was like, I know, he was gruff, know, like all a buff and shit, and like. With the army of darkness pose and shit, you know, and, he's and then a he's really baggy shirt. Baggy clothes <laughs> were really in vogue in the early to mid two thousands. So you're saying this is a lot like the MTV Spider Man, where he's like, I'm I'm saying yes. exactly that, Jacob. Okay, that's exactly what I'm saying. He is Ash Williams versus the army of darkness underneath all those clothes, but he can't give it to us every ball. He has to, <laughs> he has to let it, you know, make it special. He has to right. So they're just kind of standing in the hallway. She's like, we got to go to Queens. Xavier's like, uh, I don't know what you're... She's like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is there. Nick Fury is there. Shut down his street. MJ's missing. Dogs and cats are living together. Like, we need mass to hysteria. go. Mass hysteria. <laughs> and mass hysteria. And Xavier's like, wait, who is MJ? And she's like, we need to go. And he's Get like, your Xbox on the plane. <laughs> yeah, this... This is Pete Kitty Pride for me. Yes. Yes. He's like, you know, you don't know that he's in trouble. It could be the opposite. She's like, we have to go and find out. If this was your girlfriend or something, we'd be on the battle plane. We'd be on the plane in full battle armor. Peter Parker's been there for you every single time. Get your ex butts on the plane. We're gonna go help Peter Parker. And then Cyclops looks over. Xavier's like, like, we're, we're going to Queens. Queens. Like, this is lurking in the background. It's like, that is a... Oh, mom's mad. A, <laughs> no, I, I took that as him just going like, fuck yeah. All right, we're going to Queens. <laughs> like, that's... He was literally probably in the middle of like... Yeah, so I think the fence on the northwest side could probably use a uh, a repaint. And <laughs> in the next couple of days, I, I just need to run down to Sherwin Williams and see Peter Parker needs our help. Like <laughs> in the middle of that, he's like, "Okay, I guess we're going to Queens now." <laughs> That's when the X Men Evolution theme kicks in. I have I have that theme committed to memory, ladies and gentlemen. I love all three X Men Evolution with my whole chest. So that's gonna be stuck in my head. This X Men Evolution rocks. It it fucks. X Men openly it's it is twenty times better than X Men X Men animated series. Yes, 100%. the only thing that I think is better is that one season of Wolverine and the X Men that we got. I think that show had a lot of promise. It's, it's I I better. like the show. I love that show. Just based on the fact that X Men Evolution actually got to finish its story. That's it's the thing. It got to finish, yeah. so it makes that's it the only reason. But yeah. Wolverine and the X Men close number two. Yeah. So. 
we have uh, back at the back at the, the hospital. hospital baby. Yeah, uh, Aunt May is getting rushed into the ICU, and the doctor straight up just goes. Wait, are you really Sue Storm from the Fantastic Four? She's like, I yes. Lo- I love this mustache, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Word Jokes fucker. on us. That's Miles Warren. And exactly. Before, no, because he would know her name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he would but, know me. <laughs> I just see Doctor with a mustache, and I'm like, mm. Mm. And, and so they're like, okay, wait here. He's like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do, and. Sue Storm gives him the biggest side eye I've ever seen in a comic yes. book. And she's like, hi, uh, can I can I borrow one of those? I'm a PhD. And I just, you don't just get to go into a hospital and be like, hey, can I have some of your medical equipment? I have a doctorate. Are you kidding me? I do it every time. Dude. Every time <laughs> I go to a comic shop, I say, hey. Can I go ahead and get like 20 bags and boards from you just for free? I, I work at a comic shop. That like, is not remotely the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is what shit I happens. I gotta wear confidence, baby. All yeah. due respect to you and everything that you do. <laughs> Honestly, that is it's not the same as walking into a hospital. Hold on now. Asking for can I get a blood instruments. Like, yeah, can I, can I get a blood stick? That's all. It's also the early 2000s, so a lot of things were really easy and scapegoat pretty much during this time. We're in the mid 2000s. I was going to say, this is still post 9 11. Yeah, but even so, like, it wasn't until the 2010s when, like, really people started, like, hammering down, like, all right, we have to do this. That's true. Look at that blood lady. You guys know who I'm talking about. I never remember. Uh, Blood lady. (laughs) So we're going to move on straight from that. So she. pricks his finger, looks at the, uh, starts looking at the blood and she's like, uh, can I borrow one of your computers? She starts typing in, gets into a blood work sample. And I started to wonder. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh-huh. Back at the, uh, back at Roy. Um, Peter says exactly what I'm thinking. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to punch him once in the head. And his neck will snap, or or his brain will explode, and he'll die, and the world will still turn. I'm so tired. I can do this. <laughs> do it. Kill him. So many people in the world have killed for so much less than this. You're just a kid. You won't even go to jail. Temporary insanity. It is temporary insanity. It is. You've been driven insane. He cloned you. He cloned Gwen. Aunt May had a heart attack. MJ. Oh my god. What has happened to MJ? He destroyed your home. He did it. He did all of it. Kill him. Do it. You could do it so fast they won't even be able to stop you. For MJ. For Aunt May. For Gwen. For Harry. For... For... Mr. Parker. Good to see you again. I chills it's a great cut-in it's a great like internal monologue right into that cut-in is so good i like this is a moment when we talk we've talked before about um about uh philip seymour hoffman philip uh, seymour hoffman would have crushed this this is mad owen davian energy oh Absolutely my god it is just how wormy but how correct it is you know or, like no i'm correct or you know there there have been you know, there was this push for fan casting for Mark Hamill as Doc Ock. Mark Hamill could have done this as well. Yeah. Can you imagine Mark Hamill That's standing there with pick. the bowl I've cut? never seen that. That's a I good pick. I heard it a bunch before they before they brought back Alfred Molina and the others for 
No Way Home. That is yeah. a really good. Interesting. Pick. Can you imagine him? You know, dipping into the Joker voice a little bit, like just standing there with the sunglasses, like, oh my god, like, Mister Parker, like, ugh. good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, chills, absolute chills. Like um, the, it, I always thought of him as more like Mole Man for the Fantastic Four. Oh, that would be great too. That, that was, God, he would eat that up. Mark uh, Hamill would crush Mole Man. Like that. Uh, still time. Still Honestly, time. get Mark still Hamill in more things. Mark Hamill, yeah, agreed. One of our greatest acting talents. Why is he just subjected to like Luke Skywalker? He's done with that. It's like, well, come on, guys. Like he's open now. He's open for business. That said, if you want to get him as Luke Skywalker again, like that's fine. That's I know. So he's, uh, he's still, he's it's still weird with... how Doc Ock and Nick Fury are incredibly cordial with each other. Hmm? It's like, oh, okay. All right. All Parker people, I need you to gently and quietly get up and stand against that back wall. I just, oh, man. Again, Nick Fury's a bad dude. Terrible. And he's like, He's like, you, you, Reed is just aghast. He's like, you made these? You cloned a female version of Peter Parker? You made this one of the extra arms? And he's like, you mean the arms? The six arms? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, she's, you know, on one, we denied a test clone on its Y chromosome sequence in phase two. She's standing right over there. And Spider-Woman is like, I'm going to kill you. I love this. Everyone like Otto Octavius has turned himself into the big bad evil guy for Ultimate Spider-Man. And yeah. again, and it's this so is 2007. Fitting. It is years before Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. It is a year before Amazing Spider-Man 600, where that really starts. It's so good. Come on, like. This is an amazing, amazing bit of work for Otto Octavius. And he's this so glib. Unbelievable. And he's so, so glib. He's like, yes, let's let's please keep the civil. I, it's been a very long day. I missed a dinner over this. And I'm just I'm in the same headspace as Peter and Spider-Woman. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I don't what? And you know, uh, Johnny and Thing go over to MJ. He's like, she's been she's been infected with Oz, uh, did a, a chemical a chemical, and he ruined her. And fucking Kane's in the background. Is like, no, no, she's okay now. Kane's fine. I've improved her. And he's just like, fucking stop. I it's it's so cool. And so uh, everyone is basically like, you're not taking MJ. Sorry, and. Nick Fury's like, look, if you're not helping the situation, you and your team need to leave. And he's and Reed's just like, okay, we're we're leaving, we're taking her. And they're like, no, 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 we're not doing this. And Kane goes to jump to try and get her. He is zapped and killed immediately by these soldiers and spider slayers. Just unceremoniously, just dead. First casualty. And the melee ensues. And so they they begin to fight back. Nick Fury tells everyone to stand down. Everybody is basically like, we need to figure this shit out. Peter Parker is still like, I'm going to kill this fucker. I'm, I'm going to kill him. Johnny goes, you want me to light this guy on fire? <laughs> and, and Reed is just like, no, 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 no we, we cannot do that. And Otto is like, hey, 
the the sentry drones are great cool um we're gonna take these subjects in and when fury is like you have a lot to answer for Otto says i don't answer to you and he reveals that he that after the last time we saw him after the alms were melted down he struck up a deal with the federal government to he work paper clipped he paper clipped he paper clipped in to help them design a super soldier and this was shocking to nick fury because nick thought he held all the cards and Otto's like look federal federal bureau of investigation special projects research and development they took me in and i am running the show there and it's just we we get this basically an info dump on Otto basically explaining how he got the uh got the genetic material to create the clones uh working with ben riley being part of this uh you know brain trust and at one point he goes are you going to cry is spider-man going to cry i didn't do anything to you boy this isn't about you this is about my work it just so happens that my work completely perverts and destroys every single part of you in your life every single part and i just i'm like he has to die after this it's some sinister <laughs> shit bro in like full on reading shit. this i'm like he has to die like there's no coming back from this you have to kill him peter parker has to kill him here we cut back to the hospital aunt may is being operated on and we are interspersing in with you know Otto giving his you know his grand speech and he's basically like uh oh, th this is this is the moment for me where the line came up he's like young man i know now what i know now is that all of our sordid history together you and i all of our ugly fights as spider-man and dr octopus with my Metal arms. Metal arms. <laughs> this was this was when it came out. <laughs> he says, "What happened? Happened for a reason." We cut back to the hospital. We see blood sample match found on the computer. Because of my relationship with you, I was then able to take the blood sample and understand its unique qualities. And from there, I was able to clone a female version of you. I was able to mutate and biograft you. I was able to tamper with one of the clones aging process and even convince it through psychic memory implants that it was your father. And then the shoe drops. The shoe drops. Blood match. Peter Parker, 99.342% match. This is one of those things where if you're doing panel view on Comixology, Ooh. it's a truly wonderful transition. Yeah. Because right after Otto says that, there's a just a panel of Peter's face saying what with a surprise look. And then the next panel is what who we think to be Richard Parker, who is just older Peter having the same exact look on his face yes. as he sees the and I think that is just a beautiful I just did it in the panel view. That's awesome. It is a beautiful transition. That's so cool. That is, and this is, I mean, a good, you know, eight years before panel view is a thing. Yeah. It's unbelievable how they made that work out so perfectly. Seriously. so Otto is basically like 
I discovered this breakthrough. This is my invention. And he says, not your daddy, not Reed Richards, not Norman Osborn, not Tony Stark. It was me. And he's he says, you know, and next year when a thousand Thors descend on the Middle East and put that situation to rest once and for all, I will be given the Nobel Peace Prize and a Medal of Honor. And Peter, I promise I will thank you. And again, crashing down around him, Richard Parker having this realization, um, just, or Richard doesn't know yet. And Peter is just, his, his world is ending. And again, as a reader, I'm like, he has to die at the end of the story. He has to. He has to be killed. And this- This is when he's saying like, your, your father died in a plane crash, Peter. Wow, you really deluded yourself into if you thought that man was your father. I, I thought you were supposed to be smart. Oh, oh, man. I'm like, Peter, knock his fucking head off. Like, kill, kill him. And then you get one of the most baller Spider-Man moments in history. Okay. One of the coolest Spider-Man moments in history. So I want to I wanna do this scene, this scene from here. Um, I, I will be Otto. Uh, who wants to be Spider-Man? Go ahead, Malcolm. Okay. Malcolm be Spider-Man. Jacob, do you want to take Nick Fury? Oh, oh, sure. I didn't... So we'll we'll start from the look that Peter gives. I just want to read this out because, again, such a cool scene. He says, You can look at me like that all you want. I'm not the bad guy here. All the guns in this room are pointed at you. Fury, I'll make a deal with you. Send your men for some coffee. Give me slash us 10 minutes. After that, I'll go with you. I'll surrender. We all will. Cute. Fury is not in charge of this situation. Fury, just do something useful and round up the Parkers for us. The Fed team is on its way here for cleanup. Use whatever force necessary. I can always make more. Alright, boys. You heard the man. Everyone out! Set a perimeter around the building. Tinkerer, slide the Slayers out. What? What are you doing? You're right, Otto. I'm not in charge of this situation. You are. Go be in charge. Are you insane? You get back here and do your job. We'll be outside. Bing! Door shuts. He says, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to engage myself in any, in any of this. This is not the life I want for the new me. I have too, I have worked too hard and too, ah, and six jumps at him. (laughs) Jumps at him. It starts strangling him. And immediately I'm like, yeah, everybody dogpile and murder this man. And Peter goes to jump at him, is all of a sudden hit with a metal piece of machinery. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Cool reveal. Uh, (laughs) Otto shouts out. Damn it, I wasn't going to bring it to this level, Parker. I've tried so hard to keep this part of my life a secret as metal starts to rise up and rotate. Everything in the room 
And he goes, my arms, my metal arms. The ones that made you think it was so funny to call me Dr. Octopus. And he uses one of the pieces to impale Sixpack right there. And then he says, it wasn't the arms, Peter. It was the metal. I could control the metal. Ultimate Doc Ock is Magneto. He's Magneto. Okay, so is he full Magneto? Is he able to like do like the Magneto things? Yeah. Like where yeah. like I don't know for sure because yeah. it might just be like uh like a metokinesis. Yeah. It might not be yeah. full on magnetism. It may yeah. not be magnetism, but he yeah, he is able to at least control metal. Okay. Cause that makes more sense because I was like, this is what ruined it for me. Uh <laughs> was was like just like, um, wait, so what's the extent of his powers? Is he full on magneto or is he just able to replicate his arms? through various pieces of metal that's around him in the environment. Cause that, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really amazing. This is, uh, wow. yeah. I, th- I think that he's just metal kinetic. Okay. Yeah. That that's so, cool. Holy chapter shit. 104 <laughs> penultimate chapter here. Um, back at the Baxter building, uh, the FF are working on MJ trying to cure her of her affliction. And we get, I mean, we get Dr. Storm coming in here like, ah, I am just here. What have you brought? And MJ freaks out. Wendigo's out, starts beating on the thing. Uh, At one point, he's knocked through the uh, machinery containing the scorpion, which is important. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, at the hospital, Richard Parker, or who we thought was Richard Parker, Goes up to the roof, Sue follows him, and she's like, I was hoping we could have a moment. Um, your son, you know, Peter Parker. And she's like, Dr. Parker, look. He's like, Richard. She's like, Richard, look at your hands. Do those look like the hands of a 40-something-year-old man? And what's great about Bagley's art is they are 100% not. Yep. In the and even his face called. at this point looks older and more drawn than it did before exactly even in the last issue it's it's a really good tip-off yeah she she says you're not richard parker richard parker died in a plane crash a long time ago when peter was just a little boy and he reveal or she reveals the truth to him and he is just not taking it well and he's like i remember i remember my life and that's when for me as a reader i'm like wait a second i flash back to the uh the flashback where uh spider woman was being given the rundown by uh by not ben riley who was telling her look we're gonna implant you with new memories and it's gonna be okay and i was like jesus christ Uh that's it's genius it's genius Uh writing set up and punchline that's the thing. Every every reveal in this was set up perfectly. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It really was. Everything. And Richard, after finally realizing the truth, just collapses to his knees. Outside of Roy, uh, look who shows up. It's our boy, Henry Gyrick, FBI, who is like, well, we need to get in there. And Nick Fury is like, I have the situation under, under control. Gyrick goes... Where's Dr. Octavius? He's like, who? Oh, oh, the guy with the bowl cut and the metal arms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. In jail, right? Jail? 
Fury, this is a very situ- serious situation. And he leads for he's like, what is the situation? I know you know. Know what? Stop it. What are you doing? Defending the country. What are you doing? Where's Octavius? Wait a sec. Did you make a deal with Dr. Octopus to make super soldier clone experiments behind my back and it all blew up in your face and now you're going to get fired and maybe indicted? Where is he here? Is he there? Like, like great little exchange. Again, Nick Fury is a bad person, but he does have cool scenes. Who's that on first? Cool moment. Yeah. <laughs> Third base. Cool moment. And so we cut back inside. Doc Ock is up against our final two clones, basically. Mm-hmm. Our, our final two spider people. Um, and I love that we are getting uh, Parker Quips in stereo. Just it's so really, good. It's good. I, I love the team of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. So do I love cool. the team of them? As much as I love the team up with uh, Pete and Kitty, this is so cool. This is them, such a good dynamic. Bouncing off the walls, avoiding yeah. these arms. Because they're sharing one brain. Yep. 100%. Um, it's amazing. One, it's spectacular. <gasps> it's ultimate. <laughs> And so amazing. (laughs) Peter three. (laughs) Peter three. (laughs) How am I Peter three? Andrew Garfield stole that entire movie. Uh, Disagree. We'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. Toby. How is this helping? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Great moment. That's great. So so the two of them are. That's great. What What is that? (laughs) Uh, that's great what is that is, is, is that a is that a band are you in a band <laughs> god damn it so good <laughs> how is this helping <laughs> you know what honestly bring bring this ultimate jessica drew into spider-verse we need her yeah oh yeah absolutely i don't know if you guys did you guys follow the CinemaCon stuff at all i followed a little bit i the fact that they're full-on just showing long ass clips of films that haven't come out yet at CinemaCon really bums me out. I so I've been trying to stay away from the CinemaCon. 100% agree. Okay, there is a really cool Spider-Verse thing that I'm very excited about half of it. <laughs> <laughs> very okay. specific. Okay. I I don't I if if you don't want to I, I don't want to say it, but Is it a spoiler thing? I mean, I would say it's not really a spoiler, but it's a character that's in it. Go ahead. Do we All already right. know this character? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they're doing uh, some version of Spider-Woman, but it's Issa Rae playing Spider-Woman. So Spider-Woman's black, which That's is awesome. Dope. That's dope. But she's awesome. also pregnant. So like, I don't love that well, the black Spider-Woman is pregnant. Yeah, I don't, I don't dig <laughs> but, that but it's either. it's still Jessica Drew. And so I guess that's why they're doing Jessica Drew pregnant, whatever. And I guess she has like that costume, like the motorcycle jacket style one. Oh, but like that's cool oh. as shit that Issa Rae is playing Spider-Man. Oh, for that's sure. Really cool. That's so fucking that. awesome. That's fucking <laughs> cool. Like that I just watched really all of Insecure like nice. two months ago, like just in a <laughs> month, I just watched all of it. So like, I'm very on that train. So like, I, I, I think that's so tight that she's playing Spider-Woman. Hell yeah. But I hate that she's probably, but yeah, give, give me the ultimate Jessica Drew as well. I'd be For sure. So I back at the Baxter building, the FF are having a rough time containing uh Wendigo MJ. And at a certain point, 
they get smashed into some of the uh, some of the panels, and Scorpion is dropped out of his containment field. He looks up, meets eyes with MJ, and MJ reverts back to herself, passes out again. Gone, gone, so Scorpion, man, <laughs> and she's out. <laughs> and so uh, they're like, "All right, get the Peter clone into holding cell nine. Uh, that could have gone a lot worse. We gotta continue on with this." I just love Doctor Storm being like, "Oh, I found my Oz notes." Like, <laughs> 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 this giant dust up. He's just like, I-, "I found my notes." By the way, guys, so. <laughs> uh, let's get <laughs> let's get started. So the fight continues and. Otto makes an observation that Peter's not quipping. He's like, that's how I know you're scared, little boy. And fucking Spider-Woman's just like, that's how you know he's serious. And comes in with this hard drop kick on him. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So good. This. So Otto is going into his final desperation move and is just pulling all the metal into like a metal tornado whipping it all around and and you get to see because last time we saw him you guys commented about the eyes the eyes the eyes the injured eyes the injured eyes uh he does still have the like vision issue thing yeah and i think that's also why he's just kind of whipping around metal right because he can't he can't he can't see visually focus on it Mm -hmm. and I love he's whipping them around and he's like, just die. And at a certain point, uh, Peter and Spider-Woman give each other the look. They dive in and they say, hey, this ain't metal, is it? Yeah, or this. And give him the most satisfying comic punch mm-hmm. I have ever read. Mm-hmm. Yes. I when wish. I was reading this the other night, I literally was like, yeah! And my partner, Quinn, was like, "What? what what's going on? I was like, I love a double punch in a comic book. Double punch. I've only rules. ever seen it once in a movie, but yes. I love a double punch in a comic. And so like, good. Look at how awesome this is. I was just like, that's pretty awesome. I was like, yeah, this so is cool. <laughs> so freaking good. I've only seen it executed once in a movie. I think in Civil War, that's the only time that I've seen it. Yeah. Yep. Is when Iron Man and War Machine do the flying punch on Giant Man. Yep. And it's sick. And so. Give me more th- double punches. We need more double punches. And so, uh, oh, yeah. Peter and Spider Woman are basically like, okay, um, yikes. I guess it's just the two of us now because they look over and Kane and Six Pack are both dead. And so he's like, we, we you know, I, I made a promise. I need to go. Gotta surrender to Fury and Oh, forget Fury. He he made spider slayers, you know, as in to slay you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I have to face this. She's like, there's nothing to face. He's like, MJ, my aunt's health and safety are more important than and she just goes, I'm not standing here arguing with myself and just leaves. So tight. So good. She's so kick ass. She rules. And so Peter walks out, dragging. Otto's body along the ground and he just drops him and Fury's like where's the uh, the girl you he's like yeah she left and Fury puts out a call he's like spider girl is out in the open and Peter says uh, two of the clones died they're in there Gyrick is like oh two down good and at this point I'm like fuck it kill him too <laughs> kill him yeah. knock his block yeah. off mm-hmm. and at a certain point, like he's, he says, uh, he's like, is there any part of you that understands how insanely evil you are? And when Gyrick turns around to retort, 
Johnny just pops right in between them, circle of fire. He's like, hey, we got to go. Which we saw Johnny coming in. Yeah. Off in the distance. I, I like that you see him off in the distance in the where's the uh, the girl you panel. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah. And I love it's it's a small panel, but him just reaching his hand out. And he's like, come on. Like very. I love Bagley's art here. It's really, really well done. And so they fly off. They're heading towards the Baxter building. They pass by the hospital and we get a cut in. And this Richard Peter Parker clone has aged even further. And he says, you know, I, I just want to sit here. And this was heartbreaking for me. Yeah. Um, he's He sits down and he, tr- he truly believed that he was Peter's father. Mm-hmm. And he has this very fatherly conversation. And he asks, you know, will you be his friend? Peter, he's, he's going to need friends after this. He's going to need people and he probably won't. He's an orphan. He just doesn't think to rely on other people for help. Will you do that? Will you be a friend if he needs it? She says, of course. He says, thanks for everything. Tell your family I... And he passes. And the panel of just silence where Sue is sitting next to his body is... It's it's tragic. Genuinely tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, this clone, just like the others, was made to suffer. And suffer he did. So we cut back to the Baxter building, where they have been able to more or less cure MJ. She kind of freaks out for a moment. They see each other, know when to go transformation. She gets up. And they're like, do you feel okay? Like, you might feel like you want to throw up. You might get nauseous. And she goes, are you really you? Peter's like, it's, it's really me. And they, he kind of fills her in. He's like, Dr. Octopus cloned me and Gwen Stacy. And the clones escaped and Aunt May had a heart attack. And one of them kidnapped you. And she's like, oh my God. And she suddenly remembers everything and then immediately embraces him. And something that I think is really cool that I didn't put together immediately until just now peter's been out of costume this entire time the entire time the entire since, time uh, since when he drops off the scorpion yeah at the baxter building he's been out of costume yeah and it and i think that goes a long way to making this feel like it's the most personal volume for him it's a peter parker story it's a peter yeah. parker story 100 percent through and through it's a story about how peter parker's life completely falls apart because of him being spider-man which is every spider-man story it just brings it to a different level and he apologizes to her she asks why he's apologizing he says i love you mj you were right and i was wrong i almost lost you i love you which again you're in a relationship buddy but out of all of this it makes sense it makes sense to have this moment between the two of them and so uh, they explain how they were able to do this. You know, this they used a counteragent, an antidote for the Oz formula. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's not going to be like an overnight thing. We don't, you know, we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be. You know, we'll have to keep an eye on her, but we're going to, we're going to keep the, monitoring this. And Peter's like, okay, you stay here, get some tests done. I have to go see if Aunt May's okay. And Reed then says, hey, wait, the Oz formula is how you got your powers, right? 
well, it'll take some work to isolate how the spider bite affected the Oz formula transfer into your blood system, but we can cure you too. You don't have to be Spider-Man anymore. It's your choice. And that's how that issue ends. I, I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. Like, he's like, the series is almost over from what Malcolm said. We only got one more volume here. And I was like, I'd be down if the next Ultimate Spider-Man is just this Spider-Woman doing her thing. Oh, fuck. That would be so cool. Would have so been cool. good. It would, it, so it would good. have accomplished what the Clone Saga initially was supposed to. By yeah. sending Peter into retirement and having Ben be the new Spider-Man. Yes, on yeah. yeah. But. Oh, shit. That would have been cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Oh, damn it. Chapter 105, final chapter of this. We have been through an odyssey, ladies and gentlemen. This um, this issue feels really like not incorporated with what just happened and everything for some reason to me. The 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 cover definitely doesn't. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I think it's just because it's kind of the B plot. Yeah, true. It's very true. This is just trying to tie things at the as a knot at the end, pretty much, you know? Yeah. And so coming right off of that cliffhanger he's like i i don't know what i want to do let me think about it and mj's like i'm gonna come with you he's like no you stay you need to keep an eye on you and you need to and then you need to go find your mom she's completely freaking out then he kisses her and they fly off him and johnny together and at that exact moment who shows up it's the ultimates alongside nick fury um we've got iron man we've got cap we've got wasp and I love, like, where's Peter Parker? And things like, who? <laughs> I, I, I love it. I just love it. Um, he is basically throwing Nick's whole scene back at him. Uh, he's like, look, none of it was his fault. You have the bad guy. In fact, the dude beat him up and gave him to you. And there's this weird moment where MJ goes, like, he looks up to you like a father. He wants to be the greatest hero in the world. Even after all this, he wants to be you when he grows up. And you're just going to, what, throw him in jail? Because why? And Nick Fury, it seems to hit him. We cut back to Queens. Real quick. Um, when the Ultimate show up, they're doing the space steps thing. Right? Yes. 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 So I mentioned earlier, uh, I've been rereading Ultimate X-Men this week. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and Ultimate Nick Fury first shows up in Ultimate X-Men. He shows up in the second story arc of Ultimate X-Men. Interesting. Um, uh-huh. Kind of in a different flavor. He has hair. Uh, uh, interesting. But, and he's, you know, working for S.H.I.E.L.D., but he's supposed to be, he's clearly like their James Bond, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, he, it's him on a mission. He's a field agent. For S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. He's, yes. he's, oh, he's still in charge, but he's doing field missions. It's very much that. And there's a mention about like, cause that's when he, when he first debuts, he's using the infinity stairs thing. I don't remember what they actually call it, but there's a mention about him using that in there. Um, Interesting. It's cool. Cause in that, like in the whole scene, I think it's like issue seven or eight of ultimate X-Men in the whole scene, he's on comms like the whole time. And they're telling him at shield headquarters, like, you know, oh, hey, your tech is, like, you have this tech ability, you know, oh, the gum that you're chewing is out of 200 Jews, you know, for, like, the explosive. Uh, he's got, like, a camo thing, 
that, you know, he uses. And then he's like, I need to use the intangibility thing. And they're like, uh, the budget department says you can only use it for like six seconds. Like, yes. <laughs> so it's, it's really cool. But yeah, he uses the steps thing there too. So it's literally just been a thing from every appearance of that character, which is really interesting. So back at Queens, uh, the X-Men finally got their butts in gear and show up. It takes uh, a while to get dressed in those uniforms. I guess so. It's also Winchester, wherever it is. That took like Westchester or Westchester. Thank you. Yes. It's like, no, they don't want to go hang in Winchester until it all boils not. over. <laughs> they got so, that sauce. <laughs> so Gene uh, goes in and tries to pick up, you know, any thoughts. She's like, okay, uh, Zant had a heart attack. She's at First Baptist. They go to the hospital where Peter is there with Johnny and Sue. Peter's like, you know, he and Sue kind of have this conversation about the Peter Richard Parker clone. And he's, you know, she's like, I took care of it with the hospital. He died. And that's, that's what it is. And he, she says, you know, I don't know how I should feel either. Is that guy caught? He says, yes. She's like, focus on that. I'm going to go back with my family. And so she leaves with Johnny Spider-Man sits there and Peter has this just conversation with himself. And he's like, I, I was so scared of this one thing happening to either of you. And I tried so hard to not make it happen and it happened anyhow. And now I know why I was lying. I was lying to you. I didn't trust you as much as you trusted me. And, and what hurt the most was you said, I wasn't your son because to me, I am your son. I am. I have to be because to me, you're my mom. And Oh God, I cried. First time reading this, I cried. That hit me really hard. Yes, really, really hard. Um, Even though they are they are blood, you know, sometimes there is something to be said about your found family, and they one hundred percent have a found family relationship, and I love that about them. Uh, Peter Spidey sense goes off, and Fury is there with the Ultimates. And he says, you know, he tells Iron Man and Cap to go wait outside. And he and Peter have a conversation. He says, you know, do you know why I came to your house? Do you know why I had to invent the Spider Slayers and come to your house? He's like, because the situation was in the open, out of control, and an immediate threat to civilian life. And you were at the center of it, and it had to be resolved quickly. He's like, and you had an army of me slaying robots all ready to go, just in case one day a bunch of clones of me happened to be invented and happened to go all nuts. And Nick is honest with him. He's like, no, I made these to take you down. And he goes on to basically say, like, everything that has happened to you, you would be forgiven if you turned into the next great supervillain. It would make sense because you have been through so much, you have seen so much that any normal person would snap at this point. And you haven't. And I was wrong. And this is an, this to me was on the same level as the Jameson on the stoop scene. Yeah. Where it's Peter once again, proving somebody wrong. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, Nick Fury says, now I see that I'm watching the birth of someone really special. That is, if you don't fuck it all up before you graduate high school. And as he goes to leave, Peter's like, are you going to see Reed Richards? He's like, yeah. And he's like, tell him I'm going to pass on the offer. And, oh, man, this whole scene is just genius. Um, 
Aunt May wakes up. They have a conversation just as Jean and Kitty get there. Um, Kitty's like, okay, because um, Jean reveals to her, like, she knows he's Spider-Man. And Kitty says, okay, I need you to, uh, to psychically make Peter's aunt forget he's Spider-Man. Make her forget what's happened tonight. And Xavier says, no. And she's like, no? No, you can. You can do exactly that. He doesn't want his aunt to know this. I know he doesn't want it. It was a mistake that she found out and you can fix that mistake. And Xavier in an uncharacteristically noble act for Mm -hmm. 2000s Xavier. I mean, he's (laughs) ultimate Xavier. Ultimate Ultimate Xavier Xavier is a good dude. He basically (laughs) says like, I'm that's not what we do. We don't, you know, life has consequences and it's not our job to fix things for other people that's not what we do kitty gives us a peter parker special runs off and uh yeah that's where that's where that ends because peter and aunt may have this reconciliation this really sweet little moment where she's like hey that costume it's a terrible costume He's like, I know. And the two of them hug and I cried again. <laughs> um, and Jean walks off. So we cut back to Queens with special agent Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. Giving everyone the rundown, like something happened here. Everyone's Different contained. hair again. Sharon Different loves hair Sharon again. Hair. Hey, she's a she's a special agent. She's allowed she, to change that stuff. She loves like, changing that hair. She's not like Liz Allen 4, who shouldn't. It doesn't make any sense. So she gives the rundown. She's like, something happened. It's taken care of. Go home. And at that moment, MJ finally gets back. She finds her mom. They embrace. It's wonderful. And Pete heads back to the little warehouse and finds that Spider Woman's there. And the two of them have this conversation. She's like, she's like, uh, I'm feeling good. I don't think I'm gonna just randomly die. But who knows? You know, he's like, you might die. He's like, you could die running into a man in a giant mechanical rhino suit. But yeah. And she says, you know, I'm done with shadowy figures of authority and people in white coats for a while. And he goes, what are you going to do? She's like, I thought I'd go to school with you. And completely knocks him on his ass with this. And she's <laughs> like, I'm just kidding. Can you imagine? And she says, all I'm thinking know, is yes, yes, I can imagine, and I want it, <laughs> and I need it right now. I would love that. I Fucking would love Peter that. Parker's cousin. Hey, this is my cousin. Uh, 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 like Jessica this is Drew. my twin sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pity. Oh wait, sorry, different book. Anyway, uh... <laughs> so she's she basically says, you know, I'm gonna go elsewhere and start a life and be Jessica Drew and not Peter Parker because I think I kind of already am, and. Set. Again, another very beautifully poignant uh, mark in Absolutely. this being a trans story. She is she's owning. The, I am Jessica identity. Drew because yeah, Peter Parker is a dead name for her. I like yeah, beautiful. This really aged well. Yeah, absolutely it did. Like because there's no way that this was the intent then. No, I, no I really don't see that being possible. I uh-huh. really doubt it. Be but incredibly forward thinking if it was. It would be incredibly forward. And I'm not saying that, you know, Brian Michael Bendis isn't a progressive person. Right. But, absolutely. But this would be very forward thinking. But it's it's great that he time. was forward thinking enough to like put this down and look at the mark of what it becomes nowadays, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Making it 
as poignant as a take and not something that nowadays would feel regressive. This is incredibly well. Which this book is very known for of being very like very in the time of like early 2000s. Right. Right. Yeah. They use the R word a lot. And yeah. 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 It's it's incredible. Like, yeah. So he basically says, you know, she hints at being a, uh, being a superhero, continuing her work as Spider-Woman. And uh, she's like, you got any money on you? He's like, no. She says, I gotta get some money. Peter's like, don't rob a bank. You'll make me look bad. And uh, Aunt May knows I'm Spider-Man now. She's like, she okay? And they have this little conversation. And she says, uh, ready for the most awkward hug in the history of the planet? <laughs> and they hug. And it's a nice moment. Where the two of them now get to go off and, you know, live their lives. Be who they choose to be. For yeah. once, for the first time uh-huh. in the entirety of Peter's story, uh-huh. he gets to choose to be Spider-Man. Uh-huh. He chooses to be Spider-Man. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. As she swings off, she's, he says my favorite thing. Organic web shooter. Cool. And icky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We cut back to the Triskelion. I hate this. I yes, it's a hundred percent. What right there with um, you? We show that both Scorpion and and Gwen Stacy have been taken into custody by Shield. There is the scientist. He's like, "What would you have us do with them, General?" And Fury says, "Get to work." I hate it. I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Fury, bad, bad guy, dude. still a terrible person, bad guy. So Peter I- heads back to the neighborhood. House is torn up, but everybody's okay. Uh, him and MJ have this embrace. They kiss. And off in the distance, who do we see? This, I mean, it's a great reveal, but it is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because yeah. we see. The girl who walks through fire. Yes. Absolutely get burned. Ugh. And it's it's heartbreaking. It really is. Um, but we also get a coda for MJ. Because since their house is burned down, Peter's now staying with them. With the Watsons once again. And that night, uh, she goes to brush her teeth. Her hand starts to shake. She drops her toothbrush. She realizes it. she's not going to turn to that weird creature thing. She's okay. She looks up. And we see Kane in the mirror, and I freaked out just as much as she does. She whips around, and it's Peter. But again, she is forever changed. The trauma is going to carry with her for a good long while. And the two of them hold each other to finish out the volume. This has been a journey, an odyssey. Um, as we're wrapping up here, final thoughts on the volume and your favorite part. I'm going to go to Jacob first. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay, guys, uh, listeners, this, this whole volume, this whole volume is amazing. It's it's a roller coaster of a ride that went everywhere that I wanted to be and go. Um, I wish it was turned up to more to 11. I mean, I, I mean it because of, of the fact that um, there could have been more. I was totally expecting Miles the Jackal in this. I was expecting a clone of Aunt May 
if they were going to reveal the Jack <laughs> like, holy shit holy shit they could have like so much amp up so much into shit. the ant mayaverse yes absolutely yeah. so they could have like kept going with this to the point so um, exactly <laughs> Um, just, just like the whole time, the whole time, yeah, exactly the whole time. <laughs> the, I would have been so upset. Um, no, this 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 volume was uh, this volume was incredible. Uh, um, it, it gave me one of my classic favorite things, which is Aunt May having a heart attack. I needed this. I was I was very proud. proud I need Aunt May to be on some kind of medication. I need <laughs> Aunt May. I need Aunt May in trauma. That's what I need. That is classic Peter Parker syndromeness that uh, that always happens That's in funny. stories. That uh, is just something always has to ail Aunt May, and I'm so glad that this pop. Uh, I'm glad that this popped up when like it happened when it did because it was very much a heart attack uh, in terms of when everything escalated to where it was. Um, the spider slayers, ph phenomenal. Uh, I gotta say my, my fashion icon of the week and my favorite character of the entire run of this has been Jessica Drew. Uh, I did kind of think of this as a trans story. I really did. I, it hit me when it hit me when they made the option that she could be possibly be male if they were to give her that, um, I'm also going to be honest. I don't like Ben Riley from the original Clone Saga, so I love that Jessica Drew became that character mm -hmm. essence in this story. She is Scarlet uh, Spider. It makes yeah. more sense in that. It makes Slap more a blue sense hoodie on that. Yeah. Seriously, like yeah. it was. It was. Um, uh, I would have been fine. It was. It was brilliant. That 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 the progression for for the ultimate version of that character is essentially Jessica Drew. Um, I was expecting Man Spider. That was another thing I was expecting in this because uh, the escalating of uh, what we got six pack, uh, oh, I thought yeah. was going to be ultimately we were going to get like a, probably a Man Spider in this in this volume. We he's didn't get a Man Spidery. He's a wolf spider, but but he's, but he's not like full on Man Spider. I see what it, you're saying. He doesn't have yeah. mandibles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I, it was it was it was a touch up of like a happy medium between, but it was still like yeah. The, I I kind of was hoping that maybe they the next part the next clone we would find would be a Man Spider that we'd find. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, that escalating the the whole thing with. Uh, bring it back Gwen Stacy um, uh, to ultimately wrap up what I feel about this is I'm going to share my backdrop that I had that I have not been showing these yeah. two guys this whole time. And um, it is the beginning of this volume, which is just the forward of Jerry Conway just uh, putting uh, the forward of this volume, uh, describing oh, pretty much wrote the forward. For yeah, this? he wrote Interesting. The, he did. And he said something that was really cool in, in the essence that there is no, there's no new stories. Every, every story that comes forth is like something from a legend and a myth that happened years ago that basically continues on. But one of the things he said was like, in this is just that he was given an impossible task, which was to bring back, Gwen Stacy and to and as much as he did not want to do that he made it his job to do so to 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 elevate it in a way that many people might not expect and from this bad idea many good uh, ideas came from it which was the jackal which was the punisher which was uh, uh, a lot of things that came from it and um, the thing that this 
Clone Saga ultimately did was um, condensed over 200 pages of, of so much random shit into a very fluid story in the very, what was it, nine issues that we just read? Mm-hmm. It was fantastic yeah. is what it was supposed to be. Um, I love the Clone Saga because of this, because this is the Clone Saga I will always think of from here on out. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, it really is this. Um, my only pick and peeve is that Doc Ock should not have been the villain of this uh, in the sense of like, I really was hoping it was the Jackal, uh, but it was kind of cool to, I was hoping that with his, it would make sense more of like, instead of absorbing all of the metal that was around him in the environment, it would have been great if like his arms were detachable. And so his arms would come by and then all of a sudden more arms came into the, to the venue. Oh, and they're fighting like an army of, like an uh, army of like arms of just pretty much forced to attack this. Um, I just, for some reason, Doc Ock does not seem like the person who would ultimately be cloning, uh, cloning Peter Parker, even though this ultimate uh, Doc Ock makes sense to me, but in some essence, I I feel Doc Ock is a little more like the more, um, uh, fantastical science than than more so of the experimental side like the way um miles uh was uh uh with with creating the clone saga and everything like that and creating clones um but um it this was very cool i would have forgiven everything if they would have instead of calling it the clone saga call it the master plan because that's that would have been everything yeah. forgiven if this if doc oh. ock would have said this was all part of my master plan. Okay. It is, I can see that, that. It is very master planner. It, it is really very is. Master planner. Yeah. I can see that. that. Coupled like with, coupled with Aunt May getting a heart attack. Exactly. And right. Yeah. This clone saga with, with the master plan, I would be like, you know what? That's it. That's, that's ultimate doc. Ock is to be the master planner for this whole situation. And that was, that was it. I, I genuinely, to sum up, this was, amazing this was a mind fuck of a volume i love it this was like as if john car uh, john carpenter or wes craven went up to david fincher and said just here's your spider-man story this is what we do or this was ultimately this volume seems like what amazing spider-man 3 was going to be um if they had had the time and effort this seems like the most logical uh, like step for when they killed uh, Gwen, Steady, uh, Gwen, Gwen Stacy in the last movie, that this, to bring her back as this, as yeah. this mm. leading into this would have been really, really cool. Um, uh, I would have forgiven everything if we would have, I'm still, hashtag Amazing Spider-Man 3. Uh, totally agree. This is, this, this is, there's so many things you could do. You could do Venom at this point. You could do this Clone Saga idea. Uh, I want it. I need it. I need some sort of like some sort of clarification. And that's what's great about this volume and continuing on from reading it is just that this just gives more incentive of like more Spider-Man complacent. For sure. Uh, uh, Malcolm. I love this volume. Uh, it's funny it, going in. This is one of my favorite stories in the entire run. Uh, that that's me going in coming out of rereading it this is one of the ones i've read the least because it has the most emotional impact and i think it really works well if you read the entire run yeah just like in consecutive like you know momentum uh which i've only done that this will be like my third time i think reading the entire run all at once um so i've only read this story i guess this would be like my fourth time reading it um 
I coming out of it, this might be my favorite volume of the whole run. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's such a ballsy swerve. Yeah. It is so big and ballsy and insane. I the absolute courage to take this book, which is the flagship of its line, and go through this story is unbelievable. It's I mean, yeah. this is the shit that Hickman does on a reg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a Hickman esque story from Ben Hickman joint. This is yeah. the Hickman joint that Jerry Conway went through when he had to bring this, when he had to do yeah. all this, you know, that, yeah. like, wow, man. This is some real crazy, crazy stuff, man. Like, yeah. it, you know, at the end of Fast and Furious 6, when Han <laughs> says that he's he, that he hears that they're doing some crazy stuff in Tokyo, yep. this is what he's talking about. That's what this he, is the crazy stuff that they're doing in Tokyo. That's what makes sense to me. <laughs> I I love this volume. I love it so much. It's just upsetting to read. It's so insane. It's yeah. a wild roller coaster. It's yeah. great. Absolutely agree. You could say that this volume Tokyo drifted into my heart. <laughs> as much of a mind fuck as this volume is. I love it. It's it's one of the most uh emotional reads i've ever had yeah um right i mean kicking me in the nuts right away in issue 98 by bringing back gwen stacy um yeah. yeah and then turning her into the thing that killed her like i it's i mean I, that is I, insanely I, poetic i'm still yeah. trying to process it now and it was it's been a week since I started to process this. Um, you will have time to process that. I don't want time to process that. Um, <laughs> but I really enjoyed this volume. I think, honestly, if it comes down to like my favorite part, it's probably a tie between the double punch and then the basically like that whole issue 105. It's so well done. Um, just... Ugh, I I love the conversation between Peter and Nick Fury, even though it doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day. Um, it's it's so good. This whole volume is incredible, and it's a reading experience I'm definitely not going to forget. I love the fact that we are we essentially kind of lucked our way into a trans Spider Woman. Yes. Now, wow. if we do get a Spider Woman bring in Nicole Maines like might as well have that have her be spider woman well yeah she's already got the crest yeah like I I I mentioned Sydney Sweeney earlier forget that like whatever (laughs) toss out the window (laughs) Nicole Maines should be spider woman yes um that's and I've never thought of that before but now in the context of this it would be incredible and I think that uh I want to see it and I want to see more of these characters. I'm heartbroken for Kitty pride. I love that character to death and it was heartbreaking to see her be the second choice. But as Malcolm has said, hopefully we are going to get more of her. We're going to get more of these characters. And unfortunately it does mean that we are wrapped up with this giant sized uh, edition of the Geek Explained book. Club. Sorry, everybody. It's a long one, but it's it was a, a long, long one. But we knew two hours knew and was, 43 minutes. We That's knew it was going to be a long one. We yes. Knew it was going to be there. But uh, yeah, so that wraps up volume 17.
which brings us to volume 18. As Malcolm has alluded to, this is the final uh, volume of the original Bendis Bagley run. Uh-huh. And it is entitled Ultimate Nights. <laughs> I told you Look that it was this coming. cover. This I told cover. you that it was coming. We were getting the answers from that annual Look number two. Real this soon. cover. This is it. You've so got good. all my boys. Ultimate this is it. Ultimate Moon Knight. Ultimate Daredevil. The double dragons themselves. Ultimate Shang-Chi and Iron Fist. And returning ultimate doctor strange. doctor strange yes the best doctor strange the, the best. best doctor strange oh, best doctor strange ridiculous so the synopsis goes like this ultimate daredevil attempts to enlist spider-man in a crusade to bring down the kingpin permanently but with his aunt's life hanging by a thread and his serious girl problems with mj and kitty pride crime busting may be the last thing on young mr parker's mind this is going to be issues 106 through 111. Ah, okay. I'm glad that 111 is in there. I thought it was... 111 is officially Bagley's last issue. It also has the new artist on it as well. Okay, cool. So we're going to find out... I don't know if you know is. who the new artist is. I don't. But it's very exciting. I don't, but I'm cool. very excited to find out. Wonderful. So, yeah. It's me. Next, it's Malcolm. <laughs> this entire time. He's been <laughs> waiting... Course. He's been waiting to officially announce it until let me tell you book club years. Let me tell you it. It's me. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) So again, next week, next Friday, volume 18, ultimate nights issues, one Oh six through one eleven. be there or be square, not a circle. But for now, the geek explain book club. I've been Eric Azana. I've been Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. See, but the thing is, Eric, you have to acknowledge that everything that happened in this volume in the Clone Saga is all going back to stuff that was set up a long, long time ago, Mm. much like a circle.
I don't know if you can hear that, but there's a fucking. I heard a little bit of it. Barely. There we go. Okay. Motherfucker. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It's shield. They fucking with you, bro. Sounds like damage control. (laughs) Yeah, they're waiting outside for me to say something, and then they're gonna bust in here. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. (laughs) We're the wrecking crew. The wrecking. The wrecking crew is Kool Aid mascots. Hell yeah. That yes. would be amazing. That'd be yes. awesome. Yeah. I just that'd be awesome. I, I need someone to fan art draw the Kool-Aid man just with the wreckers with the fucking crowbar. crowbar. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the rest of the crew right behind him just busting through the wall going, Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Everyone else is normal, Kool-Aid. but just the wrecker. Just the wrecker is Kool-Aid man. <laughs> is the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, here we go.